What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to Pogo City Radio. I'm your host, Andrew Bedlam. We got $4 Sean here, and we also got Lady Renee Blanks. Renee wasted Blank 77, but we're going to get this show started with our high school band, Bedlam Punks, on Pogo City. When I see you out on the street, you get nothing but punks to start off pogo city radio that was uh, a re-record of me and sean's high school band a lot of fun that one actually i written. love that song i love the way that track came out man. Th- that was one of the i'd say we had we had maybe an 18 song like set list for bedlam for the most part and out of the 18 zach only wrote two and that was always the closer but uh that definitely definitely I, I would have loved to also bring back Redheaded Girl. We ran out of time. That was going to be the third one. But it'll happen again. Jesus Christ. What did you do? <laughs> Me and Zach again. Back together. I may have f***ed up here. That, that just literally just like that fell better, out. That better mic just literally <laughs> jumped, literally just jumped like out of the out mic stand. Here. And I was saying how it keeps falling, but from a different mic different stand. Different mic stand. It just literally just leaped out box. of the mic it stand. It just fell out. Jesus. It's a suicidal it's microphone. Weird. Yeah. We, we had a lot of weird sound stuff going on. I hate the fact that it puts up this key frame rate thing. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Half a second. It drives me fucking crazy. But yes, if you guys are watching on Facebook and uh, if any of the tracks are muted or if the sound is bad, you remember you can go over to pogocity.com or you can check us out on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much wherever you can find podcast just search pogo city radio the show will be there uncut with way better sound quality i prefer cut 
I prefer, prefer cut. cut. You like it when there's three minutes of dead air. I prefer cut to uncut. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know what know. she's talking about. She's making a yeah. joke. I I knew that. I'm okay. on fire tonight, and Andrew's, <laughs> Andrew's harshing my buzz. And I, FYI, <laughs> if you're one of these rare people that has, like, a fire stick and has the Facebook app, you can actually watch this show on your full TV and none of it's cut. I, it must be some glitch or they don't have like it's got the hood. a program. But if I go to watch this show like on the TV, everything's there. It's like a European man. It's on the Yeah, it's, 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 all, it's just wild. It's, it's it, Bedlam gone wild. Bedlam gone wild. <laughs> That's kind of a girls redundant. Gone, girls gone wild. But uh, so, Renee, you're, you're uh, first first week back at a uh, real job. Second. I noticed I heard from you a lot less this week. Yeah, a lot of people heard a lot less from me. And... Uh, in, a, in the Facebook group chat, I'm in with Sean, Tim. You're sending Tim. memes, and you're, 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 but yours, you're not Tim, there as much. Tim, it, we're Tim, missing your memes. Tim, Tim messaged, and he goes, Renee, are you working or something? Like, you're not are in you this. Alive? You're not in this chat as much. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm working. And I have to be, I'm at the office five days a week. And because I'm new, like, the, the, the boss man is, well, he's, he's crazy anyway. And, and you'll go into his office, and his office is right next to mine, of course. And uh, there'll be like ten people, like all ten people that work there, like they'll all be in his office at the same time. Congregating, yeah. And so people are in and out all day, like every thirty seconds. So for me to actually go on my phone and do anything, it'll calm down, and I'll be on more. But oh, um, I understand you this know. completely. Yeah, you know completely about crazy bosses and all that shit. And so Sean, I know uh, uh, you. You did some up, cool man? stuff this week, why don't you? Uh yeah. So I. Uh, the other night, uh, Renee has these chocolates that she gives out, um, and I ate one, and then I got creative. And so me and my brother, Colin, who's- That's cool, because I usually eat one and go to sleep. Yeah, no, I, 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 me and Jacob were in my drum room uh, drawing and stuff. So me and my brother, Colin, uh, came up with the idea that we should create a comic strip. So uh, and we decided to loosely base it on us- as brothers and we were going to call it hipster and the punk because colin although he's uh not like a douchebag hipster he's still kind of a hipster <laughs> he he uh he goes to like breweries and drinks like craft beer and listens to like indie music don't and, like, spill it like, you're gonna end up music. he's this is a band called It'll like work. foxing and shit i don't even know what that is but uh so we came up with this idea and i drew the comic uh, the other night after eating one of Renee's chocolates. And so uh, it's out there. I posted it on Facebook and uh, Instagram. Check it out. If you uh, if you like it, if you like the comic strip and you think it's funny, um, we're going to have a Instagram page hopefully soon once we get um, better technology, basically, to make the cartoon look better, not just have it be hand-drawn every so, time. So is it going to be like a... Um uh, almost like like a Calvin and Hobbes kind of strip where there's just yeah, gonna be like like four have, little like, we want four like, little parts and yeah, just like a little kind of little just, quip like 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 what you would see in like the newspaper yeah yeah just like a little uh, strip yeah but it's um it's we got to come up with more ideas that 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 idea was Colin's idea um it's uh you've been talking about it for a couple months you though, have been right? talking I about mean, it for a while I, you were I talking about it yeah. we just hadn't gotten around to actually getting it uh, the first comic strip done and the other day. I just was like, yeah, I'm going to draw this now. And I did. And it came out great. And you know, it's uh, funny, though, is like for something like that, you, it, it can almost be like um, kind of like Seinfeld. Like right. like it's kind of like about no, it's kind of like about your lives. So you can just like jot down ideas 
like right. of just like stupid shit that you and him talk about right. or, or shit that's happened stuff before. Stuff from back in the day. Right. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Like stuff, so like, you know, oh, that band, you know, that band sucks and <laughs> blah, blah, whatever. You know what I mean? It doesn't right. have to be, like you're not developing like this hour long or like the, a full comic book or no, anything no. like that. It's just like really like short little qu- qu- quick Hey, eventually quick you might have enough to do a book. I mean, kind of like Pogo. I remember my first podcast, dude, we were doing it all off one computer, playing music from the computer and trying to like re-record it. <laughs> and you know, and like, but you got it started and you'll progress from there. And yeah. yeah. And then you learn, you you can do shit on the computer and make yeah. the art. Yeah, uh, we're looking to get like um Call us to see if we can find like a used uh, like uh, iPad or something like that. Yeah. Um, there's this app that he knows that I don't it's know shit about, but I know it's, it's I know for like drawing and stuff. So like, it, the every every <coughs> comic strip doesn't need to be hand drawn by me. I can use the, <coughs> one of my the tablet to, uh, to draw. Them. Right. Yeah. So I know Apple computers just, too have like a whole bunch of shit for for. Same yeah, program. different you know different programs and stuff like it's that. It's just that easy with the pad because you can have a stylist and you can like I do when I edit photos on my phone. Like you okay. can actually draw. But how precise I mean? can you get with like I don't I don't know well, anything my, about art. My, I can't draw my to save my life. So. One of my ex girlfriends, phenomenal artist, one of the literal like best artists I've ever like personally met. Ange, tattoo artist now. She fucking she had when they, when it was first getting popular. She could draw a picture like on a piece of paper right and then like scan it yeah and then completely edit it to where it looked like it was completely drawn on the computer but what she could also do it would have drove me crazy but she got phenomenal at it where she would draw on like this digital thing almost like a toy like an etch not an etcher sketch but with like a stylist and she'd draw on this white mat and you wouldn't see anything but it shows up on the monitor. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. She As she's drawing, she can do it. Yeah. she did it insanely pristine. Like, yeah. I mean, like, and that's how, from what I understand, a lot of, like, these higher graphics are done today. Like, for example, that Broken Cuffs logo or maybe your Blanks logo. Like, it's not, I'm looking at stickers in here. It's not like you can go to Microsoft Word and get that font. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like. And, so you know, you, you can talk, um, you can talk to Johnny, too. Uh, oh, Mike, fuck Mike's, yeah. Mike's Johnny because he, he does all that. He does a lot of that stuff. Um, because you'll be able, it'll just once. Then you'll really just need plot lines because you can right. draw everything that, once. Like I was gonna say, um, the next step is just gonna be coming up with new ideas for strips. So, um, Con, like I said, Con came up with that one. He's like, let's do something with like who killed Spiky Jacket, and I was like, okay. And then he was like, so let's say. Uh, the punk whose name is it's it's Spike and Kraft. We came up with the most generic, stupid hipster slash punk uh, names like, for these characters just to be a generic and and stereotypical. Cliche, yeah. Cliche. So Craft uh, or no Spike is uh, Chetty who kills Spiky Jacket? Who kills Spiky Jacket? Because he likes the band. And then there's an arrow shooting at him and he dies and it's just Kraft sitting there going me. <laughs> Which is based off Colin. This right, is right. Yeah. So and then what? So what I would also what you got to do? I would wait till you got like a couple more, but you got to make like your own like social media pages for right. That's what we were talking about. The punk, you know? right. Yeah, right. We were talking I'd about doing like an more Instagram in stride. Right, right. Yeah, you got to get a process down and all of that. Right. Yeah. That's really what it is. It's but a catch twenty two, right? Because like for example, with one sided, we were lucky. We could get kind of tight quick, but it's like. 
you want to document, or at least I do, everybody wants to show everything and document everything now, but it almost takes away some of the magic. Like, it's a catch-22. It's like, and it also, like, it, 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 it puts a lot of stuff out there that you're almost not proud of. You know what I mean? Well, you also want to, there's something to be said about mystery too right? that's what i'm saying you gotta, you that's know. what i'm saying it almost feels it's... like the proper way to do it is to document everything but not release any of it yeah. and then have the product finished and then after it's gained ground and then in 30 back, years you yeah. can go back from the yeah. archives and look at this and all that, all uh, that yeah. and make a, make a shit ton of but money yeah and look sell out, out completely it'll be great look yeah. out for more hipster in the punk we'll have to put some of it on the pogo page at first yeah. but right now it's on yes. what your instagram and uh, shit it's on i saw instagram, it pop up. And instagram and facebook pogo. just uh, i shared yeah, go it go check it out I my it. my drawing is very subpar but i i did it because i wanted to and it was an idea that me and Kong came up with and i was like you know what? Uh, I'm feeling creative right now after that chocolate I ate. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, let's do this episode that uh, Sean, Sean's pushing this, me to this, make some more strip, chocolates. The strip that uh, Colin came up with. So That's a lot of responsibility go. for me. Well, it's to be to be the driving the creative force behind your artwork. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle that. I didn't sign up for that, Sean. I didn't sign up for oh, that. Oh, listen. I and told when you make a lot of money, I'm charging Colin, you for those chocolates. I, told Colin, I, I was like, I was like, yo, I was totally stoned when I drew that last <laughs> night. He's like. Dude, that's awesome. He's like, whatever gives you the inspiration. I was like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> do it. Do it. Absolutely. No, but dude, that's all that matters. Like, it's like, even it, like you got the first one there and you just build and you'll get better. And it's just about getting started. So many people like forever, Jess and Melissa and Liz for like a couple months, they had been talking about playing together and it, it was just never right. happening, never right. happening. But boom, you just got to finally do it. And you're like, wait, no. We can we can keep working with this. I got time for this. This right. is fun. You right. know what I mean? It's yeah. it's like in the first one is always the first got, one is always the hardest. Yeah, you it, gotta always... you gotta like admit it. You gotta discover it first. Right. You know what right. I mean? And you did. You took the step. So many people sit there and say, "I'm gonna start a band," or "I'm gonna practice." I'm yeah. gonna and play. It was guitar. the chocolate, and it was uh, Jacob. Jacob has a. For some reason, there's yellow fucking paper in my house. I don't know why there's yellow paper, but if you go in my house, there's yellow paper all over the goddamn place because my kid takes it out and cuts it up and draws on it and tears is it, it up. Is it that yellow lined school paper? No, it sounds like, like your kid just, is terrorizing like, my house with Sheena right it's now. It's yellow, just yellow fucking paper. And he was like, Daddy, I want to go draw something. So I was like, you know what? Let's do that, Jacob. So I, I was like... I'm gonna do that fucking comic right now. Yeah, and uh, so I so I did it. So yeah. uh, look out for hips in the punk, yeah. like Andrew said. Um, so Andrew, we're talking about kids and stuff. All the kids, by the way, we 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 hear yeah, them we're downstairs. Have to play a song because you I, do, I think you I have to go. Play, you yeah, because we, we, yeah, we're gonna have to go check on them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we gotta, like there's a riot. Yeah, down there. there's. Uh, but we're gonna be talking plenty about kid <laughs> type things. We're gonna get to the unsubs. We'll talk about them a bit. What? I gotta go check on them. Here's drinking song by the unsubs. You can bring me a, a big glass of ice while you're there. Just for me. 
right. That was the OC Rippers. We had the unsubs up just before Ew. that. Definitely uh, some riots going on downstairs. <laughs> yeah. There are adults down there. Yeah. <laughs> the kids aren't unsupervised, but, but they're kids. But it sure seems like they're, it. They're, yeah. they're, well, there's three of them. It's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. Two of them are very hyper. But this brings us to uh, kind of the point of our show tonight. I think it would be a real fun topic to talk about, even like, especially with me and Sean being parents. But even if you're not, Sean said to me yesterday, he was like, I was thinking we could do a show about like the next generation of punk, the the, the coming up punks, the future. And, uh, and one of us mentioned something about our kids. And I was like, yeah. And I really got like a different perspective i'll talk about that in a second but for like example like this is a conversation i feel like only really would happen in my household it's like six o'clock in the morning i have a six-year-old and an eight-year-old and jessica puts sheena the six-year-old in her pink doc martens and her leopard print pants and ava the eight-year-old pounds her fists and gets all pouty and she goes I want punk clothes. Sheena has all the punk clothes. I like punk. Why don't I have punk clothes? Oh man! And it's it. And even at that point, it's funny because how it's do you like, feel, how do you feel when you hear your daughter say something like it's, that? It's it's funny because it's like, it it's like, we don't push our kids. At least I don't. I don't push my kids into anything but it's like my life kind of revolves around punk rock and the guitar so like that's all they see and know and they're really into it but they it's kind of weird because you think about it it's like i feel like most people older generations got into punk based on some element of rebellion and probably in most cases rebelling against their parents and it's like our kids are almost following in our footsteps, like willingly. Yeah. And right. it's like, I know we're not going to dodge the puberty rebellion, but it's like, what what does that even do to punk rock as a whole? Be, like, because it's, it, think about it, like, like, we came into the Sex Pistols and the Ramones and the Casualties especially things like the casualties as we were in high school, like my kid can tell you about the wheels. She could, you know what I mean? Right. And it's like, I wonder how that will sculpt like punk. Right. In the future. Because if, if you think about it, like what would be the rebellious thing to do? And that's the idea of punk. But when like you said, the puberty, the puberty uh, rebellion thing, what would be rebelling against us as parents? Would that be like, I'm not listening to your punk rock. I'm going to listen to fucking... Top Katie. 40. Yeah, I'm going to listen to so, Katy Perry or whatever so the fuck. So it's funny because be my, so my brother had uh, two, two sons, right? My brother Gary, who played in U.S. Chaos. And uh, him and my sister-in-law, obviously, you know, into punk. And, uh, you know, when they had the kids, they weren't going to shows and stuff because they were raising babies, right? But they would listen to it, like, in the car and all of that and um and so the boys grew up kind of kind of listening to it and they're older now right so like my my one nephew's 30 my my other nephew's 27 um the 27 year old has no interest in music at all has it just zero it doesn't care um likes a song here and there but he's not really he's come to see he's seen the blanks he's seen the blanks a couple times you know what i mean just cuz you know, it's Aunt Renee, and yeah, you know. I have an Aunt Renee. Um, you know, great for you, Renee. And and then he's like, "Can we go home now?" And and then, <laughs> and then um, but but their oldest son Dylan, he um, 
at a young age, like, I, I don't know, 11, 12, something like that, uh, wanted to start playing guitar and took some guitar lessons and stuff and likes punk. You know, he, he comes to punk shows and, and, and all of that. Um, he's played in a, in, in a couple small bands. Um, but he likes those, he likes like the, the, the death metal bands, you know, where they make fun of and they go, it looks like, like the name of the band, you can't the even logo. read it. It looks like, oh, like, yeah. it looks like, like, like you threw tree branches. Yeah. Like you, yeah, like a, a ripped up leather couch or like tree branches thrown on the ground and you can't, you can't read the name. And so my sister-in-law laughs and she goes, this is how he's rebelling against against that's, his that's parents <laughs> he took it one step further and is listening to like this awful it's awful it's awful <laughs> and he likes it and that's great whatever um but it is just noise the, and it's the, just the thing is i think as as parents like and and the 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 generation of punk that we grew up with we want to keep it alive so we 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 be ourselves and our kids see that we want our kids to keep keep it alive somehow but you can't push them you into it. You can't push it into it. You can't push it into it. Yeah. You just you gotta hope that they kind of follow in your footsteps. Like Jacob on the way here, I don't ask him. I don't. I don't put on Blank Seventy Seven and make him listen to it. I always ask him first. I always ask him, Jacob, do you want to listen to Blank Seventy Seven? He goes, Yeah. So we were listening to Tank and Pogo on the way over here. Yeah. He wants to listen to Killer Blanks. He really likes to wear my Blank Seventy Seven hat. I don't feel like I'm. Forcing anything on him because if I was, right, right. He, he would be like, "No, Daddy, I don't like." He would tell me. And, and you, know, you guys, I've said it on here, and I'll say it again because it was one of the angriest it ever made me as a parent. And it's funny because Ava still brings it up, and it pisses her off too. I, whoever the fuck, I didn't see it, like I said, but people told me about it when we posted Ava opening up her pedal that she picked out. Right. You know, I mean, right, what I had right. her do was I had her pick out like five pedals because I wanted it to be like a surprise right, pedal and got right. her one of them. So she's oh my own pedal, and she gets all happy. And I guess somebody in the comments was like, "Oh, what seven-year-old kid right, wants?" Right. And blah blah blah. And it was funny because Ava heard that and she was pissed. And I can only speak to my own experience, but like. First of all, like the kids every morning hear Katy Perry, goddamn Nicki Minaj, which I'm not crazy about, but I love me some goddamn Nicki. But I'm like, Jessica, you like to look at Nicki. Jessica is like super to freak too. She's like, they don't know what these words mean. I'm like, mm. Ava, you want to know what the worst part is? This song horribly dirty. Okay. Ava, I'm like, I don't know. For me to be like, you shouldn't be listening to this. I, and that's not even what I said. I was like, just really? And Ava goes, and I hear Ava spelling the freak part. And she goes, yeah, my friends sing this song. I was like, Jesus Christ, she already knows the fucking song. Yeah, yeah. But my one point, well, two points really. My kids don't just hear. Well, I was just going to say. They hear pop. I, I was just going to no, say. Hear, hold on, though. I, li I play plenty of hip hop, but this is the natural thing. When Ava, still in a car seat, probably knows 50 words at this time, okay? Two of those words were, hey, you, ooh. <laughs> and that was really the first thing I will never forget. It was, I was playing it like crazy. It was a new blank song, you know what I mean? Playing it like crazy, playing it like crazy. And we're going to work, and one day she's going to daycare, and she's like, hey, you, ooh. And we're like, what? And then we got in the car, and it turned into, play my song, my song. <laughs> And and then it, and then it turned into I want the other one too and it, I was like which one and she would go she would just go punk <laughs> so we are the punks and I mean 
this is when she was like two and a half, and it's like it just makes sense. Like, uh, like my, that, I'm a there's giant. A, there's fan. a different. There's a difference between playing. So, when you're into music and you play music in the house and all of that, right? And you have kids, they're gonna they're gonna hear what you hear. But you also listen to different types of music. She was in my car, and we went to pick up food, and I had the new wave channel on on Sirius, and she goes, Renee. Don't you listen to punk? And because it was clearly not punk. And I said, I said, Ava, I said, I do. I said, but I listen to a whole bunch of other stuff too, you know? And and so if 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 you push it on the they're going to be exposed to it because that's what everybody that's listens to, right? Right. And but if you try and push it on them, that's when I think they're so gonna push back the and rebel. What is what is acceptable as far as like I introduce Introducing your kids to to punk rock, like, is it forcing them on them to say, "Hey, we're gonna listen to this now," or is it like, is that well, just no? I think about- if you give them a choice, so like, right. like Daddy's gonna pick a record, right? And you're gonna you're gonna play a record. You're gonna play, you know, Who Killed Spiky Jack, right? So, and then you're gonna say, Jacob, what do you want to listen to? And he's gonna say, Blanks, or he's gonna say, the Katy Ramones. Perry, Ramones, or you know what I mean. But whatever he wants to listen to. You just you have to li- play it. You just let them listen and to it. You yeah. have to let them listen to it, even if it's Katy Perry or he, Nicki listen, Minaj. Listen, me and Mary always fight like, oh, he's gonna like my music or she's gonna like my music or whatever. But um, in reality, it's you should just be excited you, you if just, they listen to music. Yeah, in in reality, it's he can like whatever he wants. She can like whatever he wants. My daughter can listen to whatever she wants. See, that's the difference. Not, do, no, that's the difference. It, so, is it forcing it on my daughter if I bring her into the drum room no. and I just play music while she bops up no. and down? Is that forcing it no. on her, or is that just no. exposing her to it? Like, no. it's just saying, hey. Because when she's Jacob's age. Jenny, this right? is what daddy listens to. This is what daddy likes to get down to. Do you like it? I like it when she, she smiles and she bops up and down. I'm like, okay, maybe she likes it. If but, she doesn't like it when she's older, I'm not going to be, I'm going to be disappointed, but, like, I'm not going to make her listen or be a certain way and right. listen to a certain type of music. A, a, a couple things, right? First of all, music is good for the children. Yeah. First of all. And if in a life lesson is one way, but also just the way it ties into math and theory. And also when you start out real young, they'll develop an ear even more. And people talk about perfect pitch, but from what I understand, someone who has perfect pitch probably wouldn't like music. That's what people typically say. It's something like only 3% of people that actually have that because our chords are kind of like out of tune then. We don't play in pitch perfect. They can't enjoy it because they're, it's, and, it's not pitch perfect. Yes, and Ava, for example, listening, like, you know, being able to talk and play, like being at least age three, four, five, she has an ear good enough to not wear, she's like, oh, that's E flat. But she knows instantly if my, if she's a half step lower in tuning. You know what I mean? She's got an ear. But, Sean, so, I was going to say this to you, though. You, oh, you, you asked the down. question. I'll yeah. answer it to the yeah. – uh, you got to go in the other room, dude. You're throwing me off hardcore. But uh, he was yeah, saying no, so, about the, the, the daughter. But people don't realize – like, I think that person who made that comment, first of all – it's not even just that it's punk rock. It's the fact that you're spending time with the kids. Exactly. And I really exactly. think people who say you're forcing something on a child when it's in the situations we are in, I think they either had a bad relationship with their parents or they have a bad relationship with their child because I didn't have the same shots, thoughts as Sean. I wasn't like, oh, I hope my kid's into punk. It's just the fact 
that they, especially Ava, because she's more, she just leaned into it. She gets mad at Jess when, because like she likes certain pop songs. She likes like a couple Katy Perry songs. Yeah. But Jess will be playing that and she'll be like, Mommy, will you put on some punk? Mommy, don't you like punk? And like she will get like aggravated. <laughs> but it's, um, it, it's, it's also, like you said, it's spending time with your kids. So she is interested in music. She's interested in playing music. And it doesn't matter what kind of music. They're inter- if they're into playing music, that's fantastic. And any exactly. kind of any kind of art, if if they're into playing music or if they're into drawing, I can't draw to save my fucking life. And but if I, they're into that, you have to encourage that because schools don't anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and well, my kids go to an art school. Well, yeah, but most regular yeah, most schools yeah. they don't encourage that shit. You get art class like once a week, and and it's, that's it's what I was going down s- on and all of that. And so you 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 also you spend time with them when you're doing that, and when they get older. No matter what happens or what relationship you have with them, their best memories are going to be hanging out with my dad and, and mm-hmm. in the attic and playing music, mm-hmm. you know. And it doesn't matter whether they they grow up and like punk or Katy Perry or whoever. That's going to be their key, their their best memories. Mm-hmm. If you think back on your childhood, what what's the? Some people don't well, have any uh, happy memories, but, but if you have any happy ties ones, it's in just, perfectly. And this yeah. is what I was going to say anyway. I've said this on here before. But no one in my family was a musician, but my mom and dad were both really into music, and my mother was an aerobics aerobics instructor in the 80s, and this was before, like, it was, like, a big industry, and they had, like, dance remixes with, like, for aerobics tapes, and it's actually copyright infringement, but I would take her records, as young as I can remember, because it was her job, she owned a gym and everything, I would take her records, and we would make her tapes for her aerobics classes, because she would teach, like, four or five a day, and that's what really exposed me deep into music. For example, and I'm talking to you here, Sean, my mom, if you would have asked me when I was five or six years old who my favorite band was, I would have said it was Aerosmith and then Guns N' Roses. Now, my mom didn't force me and say, Andrew, your favorite band is Aerosmith. But being that it was my mom's favorite band, I heard it the most. And then there was songs I liked more than others. Then it was just my ear was used to that type of music and it became my favorite. And also which you were when you were saying you don't want to force it with Ava, never, ever, ever once have I been like Honey, did you get upstairs and practice your bass? Come on, one hour a day, one hour every other yeah, day. You no, better right, get up there right, and yeah. practice. Right. The only thing I do is be like, remember when you used to play bass? If she goes like a week without yeah, playing, yeah. Uh, I might tease her. And like my kids walked up here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I can speak, I'd be playing, I can speak from personal experience. It would be No, but I'm just saying in general. Like yeah, no, it's I, an inviting like what kid I wanted to be a rock star when I was a kid. Who what kid doesn't think this is awesome? And I remember some of this gear is expensive. Plenty of people would be like, if this is you were asking me about my childhood. Here's one in a negative thing, right? I have this memory of not being allowed in my one uncle in this one room in the back of his house. Mm-hmm. I now know it was filled with guns. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> but 
So it was rational to right. not have yeah. me in there. <laughs> but I didn't know it at the time, and it right. pissed me off. Right. <laughs> what the fuck is so in that room? There's plenty of things like that. And like I even remi- remember seeing Snoop Dogg's Cribs back in the day on MTV. And he'd have signs up in the studio that said, this is not a chill area talking to his kids. Yeah. And it made me laugh. And he was like, and look, and there's like Cheetos and milk. Like they were obviously there. And the first time... Ava was a little kid. I'm talking about her because she's my oldest, so yeah. everything was first with her. When she first went to touch, she was like, like she wanted to play it, and I wanted to be like, oh, baby, it's expensive. And I was like, hell no, wait. I'm not going to make her first experience with music. I literally so thought this in the second. It's going to be negative. No. Yeah. Be negative. It's yeah. going to be, yes, and I'm yeah. just going to be. It's you like just Andrew, have to be there with it. If you supervise, she's yeah, not going to break it. How many times have yeah. I bashed this into the wall like yeah. an idiot by accident? So, it's like, you got to be careful, and that's what it is. It's encouraging, but not forcing. I'm, yeah, I, listen, when we, when we go into the drum sorry, Renee, but no. when we go into the drum room uh, and I want to listen to music, Jacob doesn't always follow me in there. A lot of time he wants to go be on his tablet because that's, He's six yeah, he's years a, old. Yeah, he's, he's a six-year-old boy. He wants he's, to play video he games. He wants to play video games and watch yeah. YouTube videos. Yeah. But like when I ask him, Jacob, do you want to go in the drum room? Sometimes he's like, yeah, daddy, let's go in the drum room. And uh, he wants to. sometimes he just wants to play in there. Yeah. But I'm, I always put on music. If Even if we're just playing in there and we're drawing like we were the other night, I put on music while we play just so he hears it because I, I, I want to hear it. And if he doesn't like it, that's fine. But I, I sometimes I ask him, like, Jacob, do you like this music? He's like, yeah, I do, Daddy. I was like, you don't have to like this music if you don't want to, though. You know that, right? So, like, um, I'm, I feel like I'm letting my son have the choice of right. to say that he he doesn't want to listen to this or he doesn't want he does want to listen to this. Yeah. And um, he like he wants to listen to his favorite song that he got into um, when he was probably like three years old, was Blitzkrieg Bop. So yeah. he always wanted to hear Blitzkrieg Bop. He called it the Hey Ho song. I think I still hey think he still calls it that now. I don't think he actually knows what the song is called. Yeah. But but he wants that's to listen. That's how you to can it. tell it's them because that's his term. That's how he remembered it. Yeah. You didn't introduce it to him as "Hey ho." Like Ava saying, "Hey you." That exactly. You know, just, they just like that part. That's right. natural. That's what right. I'm saying. So when I when I was growing up, there was always music in my house. I I five older brothers and sisters, and they were much older than me. So I heard. And Gary was, was in a band. Gary was in a band. And the funny thing is, is that when I was growing up, I didn't I didn't know the word punk. Right. I didn't. I didn't know it. And even when I started playing and I'll, I'll, I'll get into that, but I, so when I was growing up, there was, there was disco. My sisters were into disco and 70s. my, my one brother was into like Judas priest and iron maiden and, but also like the stones and the no. who, and then my brother who was into punk, he was into like, there was B 52s records and Blondie and all that stuff. And I used to listen to those records. I was like four or five years old and I would put those records on. We only had one record player in my parents' room, and I would go in there and I would play his records, and but I would also hear Judas Priest and. Uh, Do you never get mad at you Black for playing his, touching no, his records? No, no, and that's 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 the, a good thing. See, that's the key. See, and, but Jake, he taught me. He taught me how to play yes, them and that's properly what I do, and that's without what I do ruining with Jacob. them. That's what I do with Jacob. I, yeah. Just the other day, I said, Jacob, when we change the it record, was never what, is, what is the first it thing we do? I said, Jacob, what's the first thing we do? He said, we take the record off and we put it back in the jacket. I was like, mm-hmm. yes, that's exactly what we do. Exactly. We always, we keep, I, I try to, I'm trying to teach him how to take care, 
better care of his shit because yes. he doesn't take. He's six years old. Yes. He doesn't take good care of his shit. He's six. But I yeah, take. But six. I take care of my records. So I'm trying. But you don't to, want to discourage I it. I want. I want to teach him. This is how, how we. Do this is how we take. I exactly. say, if you have a record collection one day, Jacob, this is what we do. Right. When we change the record, and it doesn't matter what the record is, the old, whether it's a punk record. First, we or stop or the record. Then we take the record off. Yep. We put it in the jacket and we put it back in the sleeve. And so then we put it back on the shelf and then we pull out the new record. Yeah. But see, what my and we point play is, that one. so he that is parenting. Yeah. So, so many but this people was this don't was my brother. This wasn't. That with yeah. This wasn't my parents, but this mentor. was my brother. Yeah. Anybody, anybody, really, it's with teaching, kids. You're teaching him a life lesson with a record. Right? So when I was when I was 12, now my brother was playing shows with US Chaos and all that stuff. I didn't know the term punk. I didn't know that's what it was. I liked music. I liked all music. His friends would sleep over. They had mohawks and spiky hair and all that shit. And I never made the correlation. When I was 12, I was 12 years old. My brother had my brother had Gibson Les Pauls. Nice guitars. $1,000 guitar. Like, very expensive guitars. And I said, I want to learn how to play. And he said, okay. So he let me play his Gibson Les Pauls when I was 12. It, that's what I'm saying, like with Ava, with my bass. Exactly. exactly. But it was like, look, these are very expensive. He said, these are very expensive. You have to take care of them. You can't leave it laying out when you're done. I don't care if you play it. When you're done, you have to put it away. You have to put it away properly, blah, 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 blah. So when I got older, he got married. He, he moved out. I had no more guitars. My parents bought me... A $30 acoustic guitar. The action was, was like three inches. three inches off the neck. It was awful because it was a phase that I was going to grow out of. And I don't blame them. I wouldn't have bought a 12, you know, a 12-year-old kid a, a $1,000 guitar. Fuck that. So he came over one day. Him, him and my sister-in-law come over to visit. And my room was this small room right off the kitchen. And I was in my bedroom. I didn't even know they were coming over. And I'm in my bedroom and I'm playing the Ramones. Now... He never talked to me about music or anything like that, really, other than letting me play his shit. So he knocks on the door. He goes, what are you playing? I said, it's this band called the Ramones. Have you heard of them? <laughs> and he started cracking up. And he's like, um, Renee, we need to talk. <laughs> and, and he's like, what else are you listening to? He's and like, I was, you've heard them? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, you, you started listening to this like on your own? I'm like, yeah, isn't it great? I'm like, there's this band called the Sex Pistols? And he was like, Oh boy! And he looked at my parents, and he just went, "I had nothing to do with this. It's not my fault." Not my <laughs> he, goes, fault. he goes, "I just want you to know, I had nothing to do with this." And they they just went, "We know, we, we, we know." And and so I started talking to him about bands and stuff like that, and then I got more into it and recorded. And I'm sorry, I but but nothing was forced on me. It I was just encouraged. And look where you ended up. I don't think enough people realize that you, Mike, and Chad. You guys are in your first fucking band. We're still in our That's first band. That's insane. Yeah. They're in their first. None of them had been My in second band, band is going to be better? Is that, is, is that, is that going to be the moneymaker? Like, just gonna be the so money many maker? people's first band was four <laughs> practices, <laughs> and they didn't know how to they play. Played, they played two shows. And or no we shows. Know. We know we're lucky. And we, it's we don't. like, you guys were signed, went on tour, put out multiple albums, and now still do like a festival little circuit all year. Yeah. Not like sporadically. Yeah. No, no, we, we, we know that we. No, but was, I know you know. They need to know, because uh, that's just even crazier. Yeah, and crazy. if your brother had not encouraged you you would now be a complete different person because you wouldn't be renee with the road stories into punk like oh i you yeah, know what to I mean? totally and and it was it was also 
throw in the you know the other aspect of it was that I was a girl. Yeah. Was that I was a girl saying I want to play guitar. And my parents had no idea yeah. what the fuck to do People with me. People like you and Joan Jett, uh, like, normalize that. They didn't know that. what to do exactly. with me. Exactly. It was even, nowadays, there's a lot of females in punk and, like, uh, There's punk, not a lot chick, of girls in bands, chick, though. Chick no, fronted punk not. bands. Chick, fanted, uh, chick fronted punk bands fucking rule. Like, there's so many, like, Vice Squad. And there's not a lot. X-Ray, there's, there's not, not a lot of them, but they all, but they're all the good. 70s and 80s they're, also. They're, but, I mean, there's the, the Voskas, there's, uh... There's a band called The Minutes that I've seen. There's this band called Posers who has a chick singer. There's Revolt. There's I mean, the Unsubs have a chick singer. No, 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 there are. They exist, but there's not. I'm just saying, chick fronted bands are awesome. Yeah, she's saying there's not many. There's not a lot. And and when I when I started doing it. There was even there was less. There there really was. That's what my point. That's what I was. It was it was sausage fest at every show. Nowadays it's like it's it's not like Joan Jett like the way it's depicted in the movie, and I've also read it. Like when she goes into the store to buy her leather jacket, the dude's like. This is a man's coat. Yeah. No, like they're yeah. like arguing with her. Yeah. Like, no, this is this is a man's coat, and the she's cool like, thing, I'm buying it, and I'm going to wear it. The you cool know? thing is when I was when I was growing up, there, Joan Jett, Blondie, right, with Debbie Harry, um, the Go Go's, mm-hmm. Pat Benatar, um, Patty Smith. Uh, you know, not really Patty Smith because she Patty wasn't Smith. she wasn't very she wasn't very mainstream. But you had you had chicks that were. In bands that had guitar, like Kim Wilde, Kids in America, uh, Nina, 99 Left Balloons, like mm-hmm. even the one-hit wonders, the pop songs of the time had guitar. Had guitar. They were new wavy, and they had chicks. Mm-hmm. And so I grew up, you know, Pat Benatar is not a punk rocker, but she was a chick, and she was out front, Some and she of those was guitar in guitar riffs are sick though. And she was in it. She was she was doing it up front. She was in a band with all guys. Right, she was the only chick. Joan Jett, she was the only chick. Debbie Harry, she was the only chick. The Go Go's, they were an all-girl band, right? But there were—I feel like there were more rocking chicks in bands, right? So it wasn't all like Madonna's or Katy Perry's, where it's all pop, or, or you know, one-hit the uh, Rihanna's and and stuff like that. They don't play an instrument. They stand up there. They sing with auto tune. They lip sync. Other people write. Other their songs people write a their lot. songs. All of that. I grew up in an era where there were women in bands, there were women in music making hit songs with guitars in them. They were writing songs, and that's really, really cool. And so when I started to play, for me it wasn't, oh, well, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a girl guitar player. It was like, no, I want to play guitar. You that, were a guitar player. I was a guitar player. You didn't think of it as I didn't I'm think a girl wanting to play guitar. But you just to go I'm, back to I go back to, play guitar. to go back to the topic. Dude, so it's 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 you know with kids, you just have to encourage them in music and in art. But secondly, like, and it's not like. It, they usually want it, especially if the parents into it, because they want to be like Absolutely. their parents. But and looking at it from a parent, first of all, I am a very Brady fucking dad. Like I am constantly, if I'm changing the brakes on my car, my kids are finding out about brakes. Right. If I'm studying a jacket, they're finding about. And it's not that I. They're gonna walk up to me and they're gonna say what you doing, and then they're gonna hear it. 
And so Ava, she really took to the bass. And I even remember when I would teach people in high school, there was, and as I'm sure you know, there's some people who the first time they hit a guitar, they can't even get a note out of like an open string. And there's some people where they have no idea what they're doing, but they're like, uh, you look at them and they're like, no, I could see, like you just have form, you could see, I could teach you. And Ava, from the age of six, because she asked for a bass for her seventh birthday. And yeah. I, I didn't even put the idea in her head. I was like, you're sure that's what you want? You yeah. sure? And we'll say blah, blah, blah. And But she kind of took to it as a natural. Fast forward a couple years. Now, she's Liz will say, like, she was filling in for Liz when she was playing with Jess. Yeah. And Ava was helping Liz. Yeah. Liz will say that. Liz yeah. is in her 30s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. For example, though, all kids in America right now, the majorities are all way behind in school. Yeah. They blame COVID, especially young kids, especially kids Ava's age. Yeah. Sheena's lucky. Her preschool got fucked up. Ava's first and kindergarten got fucked up. You yeah. know what I mean? Those are the building so blocks. The last year, last year of school, Ava, high honor roll, okay? All summer long, Ava's giving herself homework, reading on her own, asking me to make her up math problems, excited to go to school, hits third grade, Two weeks in a row, comes real. home with three Fs, fails the entire, all the tests the first two weeks. And Devastated. Ava, yeah, and she's hard yeah. on herself. Yeah. So now she's not trying and she's panicking. And me and Jess, I was like, well, Jess, obviously, like, we got to hardcore hit the homework. We always joked and said, like, because I can't spell to save my life and just can't count. We were always like, I'll do the math and you yeah. do the English. Yeah. And that's literally what's happening <laughs> yeah. now. And... Ava was so discouraged, and we're talking about like division and multiplication, and she had no faith in herself, and it only took me like a week, and I was legitimately saying, Ava, think about when you played the bass. I was saying, like, you can play like the Chuck Berry fill now that's in his songs on the bass. I said, you couldn't do that when you first played. I said, you, you, you couldn't even learn Wild Thing. I said, now you know Under Pressure, and I could just tell you real quick. I said, I used to have to sit there and show you how to hold the pick. Yeah. And <clears throat> saying that stuff to her helped her gain confidence yeah. and helped her realize that she can practice and get better. And now I, I, she hasn't failed anything and she's coming home with a straight up mix of A, B, and C, straight, which at is fine the, with me. At, at and it's better than F. And she was crashing F, and burning. Not and like, that, my life is over, I'm stupid. It's also what kids are exposed to, right? So... You know, they say shit like, and it's true. They go, you know, racism is taught, right? Yeah, it no is. No one's born a racist, right? So kids, so punk, parent, punk parents that have kids are exposing their kids, at the very least, to other Some values, other types of experiences and life and, and um, different types important. of people Culture. and different types of values, right, that... that a lot of kids, let's face it, like kid, a kid growing up in Nebraska might not be exposed to, you know. And you're and not going to grow up in a punk household and be close-minded. Different, exactly, exactly. That's 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 a, a very big point too, because most of most of us that are in the punk scene are open-minded and different lifestyles and gay, straight, whatever, you know, the all, throw out the letters and all the little. It's G, like blah, minus blah, blah, the blah. drugs and alcohol. Nowadays, the punk scene, it's almost like. Well, would it be good if my kid was into that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's you know, it's um, it's it's different sets of values. Standing and stuff up too for women and equality. Exactly, exactly. Seeing women in bands, seeing strong women, 
having women as role models, having having guys who and are we can raise them to be into that, but not woke like we were talking about last time. Yeah, like you don't have to, you know, be an extremist. Yeah, and, don't be and an extremist. So on if anything, side. if no. anything, they're getting exposure to that, which is huge because I, there's a lot of kids. Me, me and Mary have a very simplistic view when it comes to like, uh, like uh, just the more um, I guess liberal view view of life or the liberal values. Like we just explained to Jacob, like uh, you know how like me and mommy are married. Well, sometimes a man can marry another man. Sometimes right. a woman can marry marry another woman, yep. and it's fine. Right. They just they love each other, and you'll just you'll you'll see that. And that's especially and it now ends, and, it, and it ends there. It ends there, and that's it. It's, yeah, you, you, it doesn't have to be any more of an. You don't have to get in depth. That. You don't have yeah. to. There, there doesn't have to be gr- graphs and. I'm, and I'm not gonna say who, but it's funny because an older grandparent type figure will come in here and not by any means say like a gay slur, but maybe they'll be like a gay couple on TV and they'll kind of do the eye roll. Mm-hmm. Ava will straight up be like, "What's wrong with that? Why don't you right. like that?" Yeah. Like straight up, call like, him out oh, on it. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's no? That is fine. Right. Exactly. You know, that, so like, they're they're if anything they're being exposed to, um, different lifestyles. They're more. They're going to be more open minded. Taught to be accepting. They're just yeah. They're just taught to being you know being being a good human being. And they're you not going to. They Ava knows, but she likes it. Ava knows that, like, she's the only one who wears a leather jacket, her and Sheena. Right. And I could remember when I was in third grade and I wore a leather jacket, I thought it was awesome. I had always worn leather jackets, but for whatever reason, one time when I walked in third grade, the first day I came in, everybody started making fun of me. Like, I was a loser. And I was into music then, and, like, you know, I was... Uh, and like I thought it was cool, and a uh, young Andrew, I, I'm ashamed now, but like it did discourage me from wanting sure. to wear it. Like I was like, I then remember like, and especially because I I liked it first of all, and on top of that, it was like a Christmas present, mm-hmm. and it's also one of those things like where uh, like especially at like that age, like a girl would get, at least in my school picked on if she came into school the day before and her hair was three inches and even though now she had this gorgeous very expensive weave everybody made fun of her because yesterday her hair was three inches and it's different and now she looks like a movie star school is the worst place ever it's it's really it's awful and eva some of her friends said stuff to her but seeing the way i deal with things was her attitude wasn't to hide it like mine was at that age. She was like, well, I think it's cool. Right. You know what I mean? But go on, Sean. Oh, um, I was just going to say, like, growing up, like, Renee just said school is the worst. So Deb, Deb. It, 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 just going with that, like, I mean, growing up in high school, like, how, how often were you made fun of because you wore bondage pants or you wore uh, combat boots or you wore a leather jacket? Like, the, the, it, you're not... You're not fitting in with the norm. You and get we made got fun of, of by other punk people for being too punk. Yeah, or you get made fan of for it's, trying to be a, for being a po- like someone would call you a poser. You can't or be indivi- You can't like, be an individual in school. You no, can't be anything different no, in school. But like, you're gonna get picked on. It's like so um, I didn't know. Like me and Andrew were like the only two. Like we, I mean, we were in a band together. Me and Andrew were like the only two. Like let's just use the word uh, chaos punks that. Yeah, the, in high in school, high school it was, sure. in high school it was just me and him. It was just me and him. Yeah. So like, 
what we got to do is teach our kids that like. And there was one other. He was our arch enemy, though. But go on. Oh, <laughs> I know who you're talking. Go about. figure. I know who you're talking. Oh, and you know who else? Like Nate. Nate. I forgot about Nate. Um, R.I.P. Yes, R.I.P. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. Half that band is dead. I know. I know. It sucks. Um, but like we gotta encourage our kids to do is like just be who you are. Yes. And if like if you want to if you want to dress like your dad, like is is it being an individual if you want to dress the way your parents dress, but. At the same time, you know that go if you go to school, you're going to get made fun of and stuff like that. Like, are you still being an individual then? Do you want to encourage your your kids to to want to emulate if you? If they want to wear it. Them being, the, being an individual at the same time. Encourage them to do what makes them happy. So if yes. Ava says, I want more punk clothes. You buy her, you buy her like more punky clothes. An example, do you want to know how we got in this situation? And I had a reminder of this. I bought Sheena. First of all, leopard print is just Sheena's thing. That's kind of, it always has been. Yeah. No, it is. I was in the mall where they have, because I'm sorry, the kids' docks are amazing. Not that they're I would very, wear them as an cool, adult yeah. male. But, like, you know, there's, like, three kinds of adult docks. Yeah. There's, like, a hundred kids. Like, a hundred. <laughs> Sparkles and, and glitter. Martin, and, yeah. Like, with the tank. And purple and green and turquoise and skull and crossbones. Yeah. And so we go to a store where they... And I'm sorry. I talk about this all the time. I love that. I love that I can go, oh, trendy, sell out. I love that I can go to a store that's close enough to walk to with my kids where yep. they have several yep. pairs of Doc Martens they can pick out. Yep. But anyway, I see the pink Docs that I knew were perfect for Sheena. She probably didn't I want them at the time. And I said, Sheena. And Sheena was like, those, those, those. And I was like, oh, Ava, do you want a Paradox? They got these cool purple. And then there were these sneakers that had sequins on them and fuzzy, multicolored, like, you know, fancy, Poofy fuzzy. Yeah. girl. And she was like, you could tell she thought I wanted her to want Docs. You could tell by the look in her eyes. And being the person I am, I go, Ava, don't feel like you have to buy docs for yep, daddy. Exactly. I said, I exactly. want you to pick. Pick what you want. It's the same and thing. then she said, the sneakers. The sneakers. Yep. Now regrets it. Well. But, but that's, and that's what I'm saying to you. Like you like, have to, like I said before, like I tell Jacob, I asked Jacob, do you, do you like this band? I'm playing like, just we, encourage we, we, them we to be honest. We listened to Antidote the other day, right? And Ginny's in her little chair, and she's bouncing up and down, and she looks so happy. And I'm like, do you like this movie, baby girl? Do you like this music, baby girl? Exactly. And I'm like, and, and I'm so happy. And then I say to Jacob, Jacob, do you like this music? He goes, yeah, daddy, I do. I'm like, I always say, though, I'm just, just so you know, you don't have to like this music just because daddy likes it. Yeah. But if he wants to keep listening to it, and he doesn't say, daddy, I don't want to listen to this, then I know, like, he's getting a taste for it. He's getting a, an ear for it. He... He if anything, if anything, it. like I said, if anything, they're exposed to to more things than most kids are exposed to. And you keep on, uh, to me, it seems like really focusing on the music aspect, where I'm focusing more on the lifestyle aspect. But getting to the, I'm losing my train of thought. Give me one second. Getting back to the music. You were talking about were talking boots about. and stuff. No, I was talking about you, the music, Jacob. Oh, fuck. What was I going to say? You're the lifestyle. I was thinking lifestyle. He keeps talking about the music. God. Well, I can, I can say something. So, so like, you bring, <laughs> you know, like, you, you bring your kids to a party, and there's gay couples, you know, and, and there's, there's different, there's different, 
lifestyles of, of people and, and choices, and some people look normal, and some people have mohawks, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And that's just teaching that. See, exactly. That's just exposing like, them to like, life. I just remembered something. I just remembered something. I remember when I was a kid, my mom, we were at the mall, and like some punks walked by. Did she my, have a name? They had like mohawks and stuff. And my mom was like, please don't ever look like that. Uh, and as a, like a. That's that like rebellious like thing. A, as like an eight year old kid, I was like, I was just like, yeah, mom, I won't. But like. It's the opposite. They, but, end but, of the but, spectrum. Now, but it, it, it's, That's it, the it, point it, of it. It ended show. up sticking because my mom was basically telling me, don't look like that. Mm-hmm. Don't be like this. Don't yeah. dress this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they like, instead of saying, she could have just walked past and ignored them. Uh. She didn't have to say anything to me mm-hmm. and my brother about it. She could have just ignored them. And that would have been like the more like open-minded thing to do. And who knows, maybe if she wouldn't have discouraged it, not that it matters that you were, to me, that you were a loud punk rocker, but to someone who wouldn't want you to do it, maybe if she didn't discourage it as much, you wouldn't have gone as flamboyant. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But what yeah. you were saying, you keep talking about the music, as I was saying, especially when it comes to the music, just think about the way it works. Think of a Latin household that lives in America. Any Latin per- and I've been locked up, okay, and I've been locked up in Spanish. Like, but any Latin person, they'll look if you go, oh, you like salsa. They look at you like you have five heads. Like, motherfucker, of course I like salsa. Right. It's like asking someone from Texas because I would even see the Spanish people from Texas. And I'd say, oh, you like country, and they'd be like, motherfucker, I'm from Texas. Yeah. <laughs> so like, when you're just looking at it from the music aspect, look at either one of those groups. Any kid, you put music on if you put Beethoven on or if you put Slayer on, anything with a beat is gonna make a kid jump in their bouncer. Sure. Okay? Sure. And then your reaction is gonna be, oh, and play and you like this, and then you're gonna play it more. And now you gotta remember you're, you didn't do this on purpose. You weren't doing this to make the kid happy. You just wanted to listen to the Ramones. Then you saw her reaction, and then you do it again, and then you play more songs and her ear is getting used to that type of music. You know what I mean? So when she's 13 or 14, She's. It's just gonna be like that, like way your mom made spaghetti. It's just what she's used to. And like the people in the Latin household, they heard that Latin music first. And the people in the country household, they heard that country music first. Like you were talking about. That's why people. Memories yeah. Being up that's here. why. That's why people it's, say to me, they're like. You like Donna Summer? Blah 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 blah. And I go, bitch, I grew up on that and shit. It's like, if I'm you like, it's grew good. up eating your I like steak Billy Joel. rare. I like if Billy Joel. You grew Joel up why? eating your steak rare. And they used to say, nowadays it's completely split, but it used to be people's political beliefs were generally whatever their parents were. Right. With the millennial thing, it got split 50-50. Yeah. But it makes sense that especially as you get older, you're you you have to notice things about your dad that when you were like twelve, you didn't didn't do that you're like now like oh damn that's i that's my dad like i'll hear me say something i'll be like oh fuck i sound like my father (laughs) you know what i mean like that's just genetically and secondly if you're real into music i mean me and Jessica, like, while she was pregnant, there was definitely headphones on the stomach. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you got to think about it. The baby can hear like, that. Like I said, I put, they're used I put to. up, uh, I was, I was uh, down in the kitchen, drinking by myself, like I like to do sometimes. <laughs> while Mary's down there. Every day. Every <laughs> Mary's day. down there with me. Every day. 
I don't drink every day. I don't drink every day. Anyway. <laughs> I don't. I don't drink every day. That's good. God damn it. I didn't drink last night. I didn't Woo! drink the night before that. Woo-hoo. Anyway. So I put up self-abuse, the band self-abuse, on Mary's stomach while she's pregnant with Jenny. She's like, don't corrupt her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's funny because I, I, you know, thinking back of like, like I said, I didn't make the correlation of like my brother being punk or, or any of that. They just, you know, they had weird hair and, and all that. But my my parents never... It, it was weird. My parents were weird. So it wasn't like they weren't discouraging, but they weren't encouraging either. But they, they weren't into music themselves, though. My my dad. Yeah, they were. Oh, my, they were. My, my, my dad. What, what were they into? My, my dad loved Johnny Cash. Oh, um, and my dad loved Donna Summer. He was like, she can sing. He was like, this family girl. with them, Donna Slimmer. We, we, yeah. My it was, dad liked Donna Slimmer. My, my dad loved it, Billy Joel. That's why I said I love Billy, Billy Joel. Joel. A little cooler than Donna Summer. It's to me. My I, dad. My yeah. dad. My my parents grew up in uh, in like Williamsport, Pennsylvania, right right around there. So they there was a really? lot of, of like yeah. So there was like a lot of uh, country influence and stuff like that. But my dad, it, it wasn't that they didn't like it. They were working I all the time. They just couldn't. My dad's girlfriend used to live in Williamsport. Yeah, so they, they just couldn't. They couldn't. Um, but my 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 whole my father's whole side, like all my cousins and shit like that. Everybody plays music. Everybody's into music, and like they're good. Like they make me look like a piece of shit. Like they can actually play, mm-hmm. um, and by ear, no training or anything like that. I had a cousin who could sit down, and just on the piano just knockout songs no lessons or anything just by ear and my 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 oldest nephew is really into hereditary heredity and all that stuff heritage heritage all that stuff and and as he goes back we have a lot of lineage like dancers and performers and musicians oh, and really? shit like that like way back wow yeah that's so it, interesting it's, yeah so it, it's it's been like in my family for a long time tim's so. father was a musician right wasn't he like a pretty big musician he played something i'm pretty sure tim told me that i i don't remember i, I mean i he, he was a banker that yeah I, but, pretty, I but his dad his dad but his dad was very encouraging yeah. his parents were very encouraging so is that is that part of the reason stuff. why tim's so good at guitar Tim's just like a music savant. Yeah. He's, he's good at he's a good at everything. He can pick up any instrument and play it. It's ridiculous. It's I remember really. being in high school, literally worshiping him, and then seeing how funny it was. See, it was one thing. It being in the stabs was the most hilarious thing, because they said this. I knew the songs better than they did. Because you got to remember, they recorded that like we Years recorded ago, the yeah. Spiky Tops. Yeah. Like it was like recorded and Boom, done and, and then, then forget, done yeah. and like yeah. never right. thought they of. They played right. some shows, and it's but like, not, yeah. I'm showing, I'm on the phone with Zach, like who's in the military from Bedlam Punks. I'm like, Zach, you got to help me figure this out because he was obsessed with it. And he's like, Andrew, it's all one, four, five. He just had to like tell me the keys. And then I taught it to Brock. We go to practice the next day. First of all, we it was the tryout actually we knock 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 out of the park to the fact where we stopped and literally even chad went oh no we can do this like it was perfect but then we got to the other songs and it was like wait which song is that how's the chorus and then when it came to one side it and i was writing music with tim hearing him being like fuck i can't play it i can't get that part that part fucking sucks why did i play that and it would be he would and we'd be like tim you're awesome and he'd be like no guys i'm not that skilled i'm not a technician and and he would to hear him be so critical and pointed out where we 
looked at him like he was Steve Vai, and he has the attitude of himself that I have of myself on guitar. Like, oh God, when why he did that when happen? he joined the blanks, like <laughs> when he joined the blanks, he said we were we were in a hard spot. We had like four shows booked, and we didn't we didn't have a bass player. Our bass player had quit. Geoff left, like he, Dead Boy style, in the middle of G, everything. Geoff moved back to California. He was like, "You guys drink too much. I'm leaving." I'm saying, What's his name? Moved back so to we, Ohio we, all we the had, time. Yeah, so we had shows with uh, we had shows in Pittsburgh and Erie and Ohio. And Weren't you literally on tour when he quit? You told no, me like, didn't he quit like mid tour? Pretty no, much. No, that was the first. That was the first bass player. That's what I mean. That was yeah, Brandon. Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah isn't that what then, you're talking about? But then about? we had Geoff. Oh, Jeff Kresge, right? Yeah. Yes, Geoff Jeff. Is, it yeah. Is that name pronounced Geoff or Jeff? Jeff. But yeah, we say they, call they spell it G O F. I thought so. Which he spelled I it, it's spelled G E O. His name is spelled G E O F. Which I tried to explain in the podcast because I did the podcast where I only played the tape. I, right. I remixed it. And, and people are like, it's Jeff. What are you, stupid? Because it's totally with the pro skater game. You know, that happened to many a kid. Geoff, Jeff. And I was like, people are going to think I'm a moron. I'm like, they actually call him Geoff. And so, Especially cutting hands. So when when uh, Tim, we, we knew Tim obviously from the pipeline and Broken Heroes, and he played guitar in Broken Heroes, and he goes, I, I can I can fill in and play bass, and we were like, you you can play bass, and he goes, yeah, and we were like, uh, all right. So he comes to practice and Chelsea Girls, Chelsea Girls, uh, which we wrote with with Geoff, and Geoff could play. He he was really good for everything else. He he was actually he was a really good bass player. He's the bass player in AFI. And Tim and goes, always has been. No, he has not always been. He he was in at the beginning, and then he he was for the, when they were good. I thought he was when um, I was in high school too. I don't remember when he that girls into gray terrible album. I'm pretty sure he's on that. I don't know. I don't. I I don't know. I, I don't follow. I don't follow his career. He's the he's. The the base. He was player. in like I think he was in like Tiger Army as well or something. He was I don't in know. Tiger Army. Something I don't no, know. You that's Brad from F Mind. No, I, you that's, gotta look that's the other one. You gotta look that's, it up. What's Brad from F Mind? So anyway, F Mind. Tim. Fucking Tim. Tim. Tim walks into practice and he goes, "Well, I don't play it exactly like Geoff did, but I, here, let, let's try it." And he just and we we all stopped. We looked at each other. And we're like, "Okay." That song's hard as fuck. We're like, holy That song's fuck. hard to play on bass. But we didn't even know he could play bass. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, yeah, I, I, I could fiddle around. And blah, blah. I'm like, fiddle around? I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, holy shit. And uh, so he's just like a, a, a music savant. Um, but his parents, his parents, Tim's parents were very encouraging, like, with the... Um, with with the music stuff and all of that. They, so they always encourage that. that. That's a really cool story. Like, um, I, I was wondering, too, though, like... So we're talking about our kids. We're talking about raising them in punk rock. But what do you think punk rock is going to look like in 20 years? When our kids are grown, is it going to be like the same style? Is it going to be the same Here's what I think. sound? Is it going to be is it going to be Well, everything comes in waves, punk, right? Punk cuz punk is going to evolve. It's going to it's going it, to it evolve before it's going to evolve again. So what what do you guys think Punk is gonna sound hey, let us answer. Like, I got the what question. Is, what is its lifestyle gonna look like? <laughs> it's it's gonna get more and more stolen by the mainstream. I could remember. I'm not gonna tell that story, but anyway, it's gonna get more, more than it's already been. More and more. Yes, yes. Because like to the fact with Rihanna, like and the blank shirt and Chris Bound with the jacket with the exploit. yeah. But they don't even know what punk is. Though. No, but it what is, my it's point? The style. That's what I'm saying. Though. I get compliments Wait, on my on. jacket all the time. That I was gonna tell. 
tell a story about getting complimented on my jacket, but I can't. But that's what I mean, though. But still, what that does, though, is punk will still be in its primal form. It's always because punk being like traditional old school, let's say Ramones style punk where Ramones is hard because it's random, but it's it's all eighth notes, 16th notes, you know, C, 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 G, 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 G. You have to play a song soon because I have to pee. Yeah. So it's, it's well, you can pee, but it's so punk being primal that's also what i said like punk didn't even though punk had influences it really didn't need influences because punk is raw aggression so we need distortion that's that's like all we really need and it's like so that aspect of punk that primal aspect that will always be there because it's at its simplest form it's most raw it hasn't form. changed hasn't changed that much over the but, years but it has but evolved no, punk has changed but, but it has drastically. it has it not not but, Wait, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. But it's, there is, because that's kind of the point I'm trying to make. There will always be that aspect of punk, but it's so broad. Other aspects, I hate to say it, they're going to go in, besides the one that the people who are going to stay like primal original punk, it's going to end up being like with that like techno fucking uh what are they like that steampunk that type thing that's what i'm saying like at first they steal like the image and the culture and then it works in like so little wayne started wearing studs and painted jackets and then little wayne put out an album that had guitar as the predominant but what did you what and did he put out like a pop punk song but, but, so that's going to continue to but, but the thing is is that I don't so consider that punk, wait, though. So it started in the 70s, no, right? But the, guitar, it, but the guitar is, and he's considering and, it punk. And people got pissed off when New Wave started because they took, they kind of combined disco and, and punk, punk, right? So they had they kept the guitars, but they put a dancey beat to yep. it. And punks were pissed because it was like, that's not punk rock. And they weren't really trying to pass themselves off as punk, but they were... Tr- they were obviously they were they were capitalizing on the punk image and all of that. And they were coming from places like CBGBs, right? Which... And so, so you had that, and then there was that dead area that that dead era, right, in the eighties where it was more hardcore, yeah, the and, late eighties and, and stuff like that. Right. And, and then eighty two with the exploited. It was well, well, well that stuff early, was more the, underground. The early eighties was, was a. But you're talking the Nastic Front and but even, Murphy's Yeah, Lodge. but even like the exploited GBH in the late eighties, they got early metal. 80s, early That's 80s. what I was saying. And yeah. then. And then Nirvana happened, yeah. right? And then Green Day hit. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, and we capitalized on it too. There were all of that's these kids That's what I was just going to say. That's what punk. my point is. So you would have thought that like, if it was going to be, if the style and the fashion, all that was going to be stolen, it would have been then when it was at its height. Mm. And it didn't. It was, And then it declined, right? But now it's retro. And now it's retro, but now you have these rap guys and stuff wearing the jackets yep, and all that. That's what I'm you and we're all laughing like, at them because they don't they don't know what the fuck they're wearing. And and Rihanna doesn't know who the fuck we early, are. In the early 2000s, especially when me and Andrew were in high school, punk became like a... Uh, oh, with the good uh, Charlotte it became, era. It became like a trend. It, yeah, it we were in like high school for Simple Plan. It got very plan, watered down. Simple Plan, Blake 182. And yeah. very popular. Fallout Boy. But that's happened that with every... That was the music listened there, to there, by there, white there, kids, and, and was, But was thanks that to happens bands with like everything. The war, like, like the Warp Tour, uh, events like the Warp Tour yeah. 
kind of brought in the like early two, in the late nineties, early two thousands, brought so, punk kind of to the forefront. Yes, absolutely. And like it became one hundred percent. It became and it was bands like Fall Out Boy and Good yeah. Charlotte. But that happens and with like, every genre of music. Yeah. But so, I but, would but, but rather that so, than this like those, techno shit. But now that those same those same people like that we were in friends or that we knew in high school that were into that type of stuff. They're not because into punk. they're not into punk anymore. Well, that's, they're not. So so like that's because th- that was it's because that was a true mainstream fad. We happened to be hardcore underground people at the time, but that was an honest to god fad, like um, just like disco was, or maybe you want to say like thing, the, the hippies so, for so, a certain age group. So disco started, and it's in like the gay those clubs. ones blow away, and the hardcore ones stay. So disco started in the gay clubs. Makes sense. I right? didn't know that, but it makes sense. It did. It was underground. It wasn't on top forty. You heard like Linda Ronstadt and shit in the 70s. So disco started in the gay clubs and then it became popular. And then all of a sudden everybody was doing the hustle. And then you had disco duck, right? So it's like, look, you you every every genre of music goes through that. Grunge, when Nirvana hit, then all of a sudden everybody was grunge and wearing flannel. And the supermodels on the runways were wearing flannel shirts. And all of that, and it's like, what the fuck is this shit? On JHS, they brought up this grunge Bible, right? And dude, and all he's doing, because he's a big grunge guy, and it's awful. Basically, anything that came out from 90 to 94 that had a guitar in it, they were trying to call grunge, and it was like sponge and fucking dishwalla and it was like and even like to to a grunge person that's like saying good charlotte is punk you know what i mean uh, so it happens to every genre tim is blowing you up when you speak of the devil Hey, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play a song i'm on pogo what's going on and uh we're we're gonna what's up tim (laughs) all right we are here we'll we'll throw something on we're going to play some Noogie coming out of Texas. They're playing up here. Where did they play last weekend? Noogie played last are weekend they? in Philly. I don't know. Are they playing 40 yeah. Fest? No, no, but no. I don't think they're playing 40 Fest, but I'm pretty sure they played last weekend at what was supposed to be the Wheels show, but uh, ended up having... Yeah, they were one really? of the bands. Okay. They were, uh, they were on the flyer, at least. They were the day the Parasitics weren't playing, I believe. Okay. But um, maybe it was the day they were playing. But sucks to Dead Boys show. Dead Boys had a fall off, and the Wheels... Had to fall off of this one. Apparently, it's a postponed. That's why last week, right before we get started, it was like, oh, shit, we don't know if the show's going to happen. Because I knew we had figured out that the DVD was coming out on that day. But I was like, fuck, is the show still happening? So I didn't want to talk about it. But Pogo in the Pit 2 did come out officially. Now you can buy it from the band camp. Yeah. And um, they were, Joe was selling it in Philly. Hit up Joe from the Unsub. Me and uh, we, Mar- Marley got a copy. I think we're going to watch it like next week. You know I what? Know I, I know what. It. We are going to do a reaction video, picture in a picture. We are going to do, we're going to watch the whole thing. 
and you and me will be in the screen in the to- corner, and we're gonna like talk uh, over it. We're good. gonna do that. Yeah, that just good. dawned on me because I have everything set up to do that. We're definitely going to do that. But uh, uh, look for um, the DVD, like I said, Pogo in the Pit 2. A couple minutes ago, we were playing the unsubs. That's uh, Joe from 4D Kids who makes the Pogo in the Pit DVDs. He made the first one, which featured uh, Pogo City. This second one features plenty of us. It's got the spiky tops. It's got one-sided. It's got uh, the blanks. It's got the stabs, a bunch of footage from Florida. I think some footage from last year's 40 Fest, a bunch of the festivals, shows all over the country. There's a music video for the Spiky Tops, which I can't wait to get up on YouTube in an isolated clip. And I feel like now we can do because the DVD has been released. He probably won't mind now. But Let's I'll, do it. I'll, yeah, I want to see gonna, that shit. I'm going to talk to Joe. So we've referenced the Spiky Tops a couple of times. Maybe I should play. I don't know if I can access it. Shit. We've mentioned. Oh, fuck. We, uh, ha, all right. Well, the Spiky Tops was a little uh, quick, fun uh, unity side project we did for the Shaken and Stirred comp, which will come out to some capacity eventually, which was uh, us taking a bunch of members from different bands and mixing them up and making a little side projects. It was a thing spun off of COVID because it was like, you know, when that happened, there was still plenty of people here, but it was like somebody from Blanks and somebody from the Parasitics and somebody and like we played the wedding with Josie, Renee, Mike and me. The and Wasted we jo- Paradabs. Yeah, yeah, we called it Mike Blanks and the Wasted Paradabs and we, we had been jamming with lineups like that and I was like, wait, we should record these lineups and the idea was to make a bunch of different bands made of different members shuffle it up shake it stir it up you know what i mean and we re- we recorded a couple songs the bedlam punks was one of them and uh, spiky tops was another and i don't think with the way i'm playing the music set up off my phone i don't think i can get the spiky tops right now because i got a new phone and we're not hooked up with another computer sean why don't you talk to everybody about justice show while i see if i can find okay this. yeah uh did i put it on yeah, youtube let me, let me look that up uh ju- so december just, 10th just, december 10th just uh lcj our old girl from uh back in the day is putting on a show for uh Peaberg. uh it's gonna have violent society i'm bringing up the uh Flyer right now. It's December it's 10th, December 10th. Phillipsburg. Um, it is at the VFW Hall. The uh, triumphant return. I'm doing this off memory. Keep looking. Okay. Oh, the triumphant return of Violent Society. And uh, I was hoping you would have pulled it up by the time I said that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess we need uh, plenty of stalling. Huh? But yeah, Violent Society, Pat, Squid, got the boys back together. And uh, yeah, Violent Society back from the 90s. Plenty of stuff with blanks. It was great. I was going through Renee's blanks. Right, so I got it. So it's uh, Violent found Society. The masters. My bad. Record it, but go on, yeah, Sean. Violent Society, uh, the Parasitics, Moose Knuckle, ah, sweet. Sinbin, and Destructive Fox, um, who were just on uh, Jason from the Havocs podcast that he does uh, a few weeks ago. So uh, I listened to that. That was really good. So Destructive Fox rule, and uh, so that's going down December tenth at. Uh, Three or sorry, yeah, three twenty-one Prospect Street, Phillipsburg, New Jersey. So it's like five minutes from here. We're all gonna be going. I'm going to that show. I I, I haven't been to a show since March. I've been at home taking care of my daughter. Uh, 
I was supposed to go to the wheel show last weekend, but but then that that didn't that that didn't happen. So um, December 10th, so that's like a little less than a month away. Come out, have fun. Uh, I'm gonna be there. What about Forty Fest? You going out to Forty Fest? Uh, I don't know. That's that's like a plane ticket. It's definitely worth it. The tickets when we got them, they were in like still in the hundreds. Like it wasn't too too much, but uh, definitely a show worth going to. We were just talking. Yes, we were just talking about uh, Joe from the Unsubs. One of his older bands is Angry Youth, and they will be playing 40 Fest. I'm talking about a show in Atlanta, Georgia. We are in Pennsylvania, normally talking about PA, Jersey, and uh, New York, but uh, Blank's flying out. They're, they're one, of the, uh, one of the headliners, of course. But uh, Blank's flying out, playing with Joe's band, Angry Youth, the Antagonizers, Billy Bats, and the Made Men. See them while they're young, because it was like, oh, these kids, they're so young and they're so amazing. Well, they're getting older. <laughs> you you want to be able to say you saw them when they were teeny boppers. You better come hurry. Billy Bats and the Made Men. I'm pretty sure that drummer's got like at least a half decade, though. But uh, a logo I, I can't read. The Broken Cuffs, Cheap Sex. Mike Virus, Cheap Fuck. Fucking sex. Just Fuck. saw them a few months ago. Yes, you saw them a few months ago. I saw them uh, in oh, Philly. So did I. I saw them in Philly. We saw. Where did we see them? At D- QXTs. QXTs. I told you guys saw them in New York. That. I saw them in Philly. QXTs, Newark. But yes, yeah. uh, cheap sex, corrupted youth, Nacho. Uh, de- have we had Nacho on here? No. I know we've had guys from yeah, Dead Seventy Seven yeah. on here. They're playing. We got uh, Endless Struggle. SLC, Charged Records, Punk Core Records. We got, uh, I didn't get to them, but they haven't been listed yet. (laughs) Hanging Judge, The Havoc, coming out from Cali, The Horribles, Crumbums, Dave from uh, The Casualties, originally Dave from The Crumbums, and uh, Oil Change, The Parasitics, Punks Attacks, Rotten Stitches, I uh, can't understand that logo. Uh, uh, stripper cult, I believe. Tank rats. We uh, played plenty of tank rats on here. Uh, what is that? User. It's one of those bad logos you can't make out. Make sure people can understand your logo. And then Wrecked. Wrecked's getting on Wrecked. plenty of good festivals. Now, yeah. Are they from Atlanta or something? Where are they from? I don't. I couldn't tell you. I think, Wrecked I think is from. Uh, or are they, or are are they, they from, from like Massachusetts? Poppers. I want to say, yeah, I like, think I'm friends like with uh, Knuckle. I think I'm friends with uh, one of the guys in know, the band. Uh, they either come sure from like wrong. Bill's scene or they come from the Massachusetts scene. Okay. Like I, the, I, the I, Who I, Killed Spiky Jacket and uh, uh, who else are the band? The Moose Knuckle. Moose, Moose Knuckle. That's that, that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I, I think it's that scene. I think they're from that okay. neck. That's going to be that's gonna be a crazy party. So that. Bill was actually. In I didn't Philly. even get to the date. That is oh. January nineteenth, twenty, and twenty-one. Like I said, you probably got to fly out there. All ages, totally worth it. Go on. Yes. Yeah, Thursday, so Friday, Saturday. It's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So it's not uh, crazy about that part, but Bill, Bill, you're gonna be there all the all three days. I, it's hush. a work thing. I know. Oh, you I'm, hush. Yeah. You hush. You get a free trip to Atlanta. Hush. Oh, up. I know. So, it would just be better if it wasn't a Thursday. Well, yeah, yeah. So, um, Bill was actually in Philly uh, last weekend for what was supposed to be the wheel shows. And uh, so so he's, um, uh, it's a skate park thing. And- um, Oh, is it a skate park? It's at a oh, skate park. Oh, I miss those shows. Oh. And it's gonna be- I'm dropping in. I could do some heel flips. He's 
he's uh, he's like they're building a stage, and he's he's basically he's running the whole thing, and he's excited because it's all ages. Um, Should we drive our stage down? Do you think we could get you, it in our carry on? You could, yeah. Strap it on the uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. We could. The fucking uh, thing wouldn't take off. I think we might have to check it. I don't think we can gate check it, but. Go in the back, though. Go in the back. But we could, we could, we could definitely, um, we could bring that stage with us, I think. Yeah. yeah. It, it'll work. So, it'll, oh, my God. Driving sure. that thing down the highway on a fucking. I can't even. Here, come this way, Sean. Uh-oh. Sean, you got it. I remember when you quit smoking. What happened Sean, to that? You're back Sean, to you're like smoking a bull. in my attic? You're like a bull in a china shop, man. All you right, just... we're gonna play. Uh, I think we're gonna play some blanks, actually. Hey, Renee. Oh, so so Tim Tim calls. <laughs> they did. It. Tim is at Chad's tonight, and uh, so they were talking about um, we got to practice before Forty Fest because we haven't played in a while, and we might we might do a, a, a kind of a special set list. Um, but I it'll it'll be a surprise. I'll yeah. tell you off the air. Got a question? Yes. What blank song do you want to hear? Oh, jeez. Ah, that's a funny fucking question. Play something that, like, you don't normally play. We were at a Dead Boys show, and it was in New York at, uh, I think it was Bowery Electric. And we're, we're upstairs standing right in front of the DJ and fucking... Doom, doom, doom to the old punks playing the back. <laughs> and the DJ was playing it, and it was funny because it wasn't like a punk rock dance party either. Like, they weren't playing like top 40 music, but it's not like they were playing the casualties and right. like all this. And I was like, Mike was like, Did you tell them to play it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but uh, which, which one? Uh, yeah, we could play We could play that. We can play. Um, play what? Uh, oh, off that. Uh, off that, oh, well, yeah, the yeah. seven inch sold out, right? Or is that available or not? Um, I'm not sure. Awesome seven Honestly. inch, the artwork. I have it hanging on the back wall. Basically, the Parasitics, who are also playing at 40 Fest about five, six years ago now, released a split with Blank 77, getting blasted. Jailhouse Records at the time. And uh, it was the first thing Blanks had put out in probably at least, I'd say, 15 years at that point. Something, Something like that. Something about yeah. there. Yeah. Like, and uh, what was CBH? It was original. Was that 99? That was 2000, yeah, 99, 2000, yeah, something so like that. It was, yeah, so it was like, like 17 years or so. Yeah, it was and you guys had like five songs. Well, it was originally going to be a split. So it, it started, it was, it was going to be a split seven inch yeah. with the Parasitics. We were each going to do two songs. And we recorded two songs with... Um, uh, pills and I Don't Care. No, Pills and Tank and Pogo. I was just listening to this this album just the other day. But go on. And, and, and so it was going to originally be a split seven inch. And then the Parasitics were like... Let's do a split twelve inch. Let's do a split twelve inch. Can, do you do you have like two or three more songs? And I was like, no, we don't. We don't have any more new songs. Actually, when we went and recorded Pills and Tanked and Pogoed, um, I only had Pills. We wrote Tanked and Pogoed in the studio. I was like, I wrote the lyrics, getting ready to drive to the studio to record. And I said, and I'm changing my guitar strings in the studio. Like fuck Halloween, which Kinda. she loves to do on that expensive ass dime. I'm like, we gotta change so, them after we start paying fucking three hundred dollars an hour. So, so I, so I'm changing my strings, and I said, Tim, this is how it goes. And I start singing it to him, and he start, and he has his bass, and he's playing, and I go, no, 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 lower, lower, deep, no, lo- the, there, that's it, that's it, do that. And he goes, okay, what about, and I go, no, 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 then go, like, put there. So I'm changing my strings. Jesus, Renee, you sound like a drummer. And, and, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like yeah, no, 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 do, do, do this and, and, and do that. And that's how we wrote it. And um, we went, 
we ran through it like two or three times, oh. and 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 then we recorded it. And, uh, but then the parasitics were like, we have some more news. Like like let's come on, let's, let, let's let's make it twelve, make it twelve. So we wrote three new songs. We, we wrote three additional songs. You know, uh, basically, you know, uh, the the guy who put it out died, and nobody had any really access to get it yep. back out. And the blank side was it got fucked up in the mastering, and the quality was. Fucked I was up. very upset. And was um, very upset, dismantled yeah. records out of that Massachusetts yes. area was cool enough to uh, release the blank side at an independent seven inch. And uh, I believe it was Mike who came up with the idea. And if you guys know the original album cover, it's got Pogo the Punk and the Parasitics like person, parasite, gas mask logo. And they got their like arms around each other or something. And Mike literally cut off, it says blanks on one side, the Parasitics, just cut off all the Parasitics Like it was stuff. cut down the middle. It looks, I have like it, like it's, it's, it's like the record it is torn down the middle. Yeah. And even the piece I talk while well, I'm not on Yeah, so it's 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 like the album cover if you just took it and you ripped it in half. It's just, and the, just, it's just Pogo just Pogo just chilling there by himself now. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was it awesome because they ripped the parasitics off and what it is is like you could see a record there, like the jacket, I'm holding it up to the camera, like the jacket is damaged and it was ripped apart, and you see the record, and then when you flip it over to the track listings, the back was similar where they had each uh person logo for the band, one on the left, one on the right, with the right. tracks listed above, so it kept working where they just cut the parasitics part off, and then you see like the B side of the record, and it's cool. It's an actual image of the record printed on cardboard, but the way it's done, it it looks like it's the record's sitting out. But if it was right. actually like that, it would get damaged. It's it's great artwork, yeah. Yeah. and they even like they made it where the paper, like of like if you ripped a jacket, how like the paper would be white on the inside and like crooked, like it's yeah. not a straight and, line. Also, like, if you look, I never noticed he left, like, a little bit of the blue, the blue of the yeah, parasitics. Yeah, like, yeah. it looks Johnny. Great. See, you see the mohawk. Like, right, the, yeah. right Johnny, Johnny did right that. There, Johnny. Um, right there. That's what I figured because he does the graphic design. Yeah. And then, Johnny like, did a good job then. Yeah. Just, it, yeah. it looks great. I mean, I've always loved. I mean, I know it was Jethro that drew the original image, but I love this logo well the, the idea of this but i absolutely love and you didn't even know what i was talking about but i'm sure you remembered once you saw it mike's the the baby logo with yeah. the diaper and the yeah. blocks the baby blanks yeah yeah the baby blanks and the kids that's what i'm saying and things like that like <clears throat> when ava saw me come home with that pin when she was like three she was flipping out. So what it is is it's this guy Pogo the Punk here, my first tattoo. <laughs> uh, it's Pogo the Punk, and uh, he's a baby, and he's in a diaper, and he's playing with blocks, and it like it, the he's got seventy seven. So the on idea, the, the idea behind that was uh, in 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 the nineties, baby girl shirts became popular, and so we decided we were going to make a baby girl shirt, a blanks baby girl shirt with a blanks baby on it. That was. That was the idea behind that design with the with the blanks baby with the blocks and all that because Are we it was play this shit? it was put on a uh, yeah. 
I'm thinking. I'm thinking we're gonna put on "Hey You" because I can actually play that on the computer and we don't have to fuck with the record. There you go. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. So uh, this comes off this record. Now this seven inch, like I said, the twelve inch hasn't been around in years, but uh, this seven inch I believe is still available. The split with the ska song that was like more of a limited run and sold out, but I'm pretty sure hit up Kurt from Dismantled or um, what is it? Oi Boils Records. Oi hit, Boys. Oi Boy Records oh, or something. Like it's B O I L S. I yeah. believe. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm terrible. So uh, I, I, I didn't even notice that. I, I just knew it to be dismantled. There's also just fucking Pogo on here. So go to one of their Instagrams or band camps. I know for sure. Kurt and dismantled. Hit I them know. Up I think. Get a copy. I think our because it's definitely cool, man. It's it's awesome. And I think our copies might be gone. I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but. That you sell at your merch table. Yeah, because I'm, I mean, I'm not I got allowed one to get of these, the merch. But. I got one of these wild colored ones here. It's uh -huh. like a red and black speckled yeah. with orange. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, mm -hmm. I actually I was surprised. Not exactly the same, but I had a similar looking record to this. It was, because uh, it's very random, but it was Punks and Skins by Oi Polloi. Uh, it looked kind of like the same color scheme, but it was more of burst. We're going to get to Renee's band that I was talking about that we worshipped and still do. Still worship. <laughs> it was funny. We were, we were Renee, saying, I would have worn my blanks hat, but I spiked my hair, so I can't, I can't fuck up the hair. Yeah, you know still I mean? not in the Hall of Fame. So Mine right. was missing. I'm never going to. Oh, she had to bring I'm that never. back up. She had to bring oh, that back up. Yeah. My blanks oh, yeah. hat was missing for like a week and a half, and then finally I go under the bed and I find it. I'm like, sweet. I pull it out. I, I was going to work, so I can't take it to work. Put it on the dresser, found it for five minutes. Can't find it again. Can't find Can't it. Can't find it. Sheena, Sheena steals took all it. my hat. Sheena right took there. it. Sheena yep. took it. We're found gonna, a hat. Yep. We're going to get to some blanks. <clears throat> this one's for my daughter, Ava, and Sheena. Here's Hey You, blanks. Are you fucking kidding me? It doesn't play. We got to throw the record. <laughs> Renee. Renee, my That's girl. That's fantastic. Renee, Renee, oh, Renee, don't, Renee. Don't, don't make me do it. Renee. What? See, Sean, can you set up the record and I'll talk? I'll try. So, uh, so yeah, it was funny. We were. I'm looking at the set list over there. Oh, uh, Mike, Mike, Mike is texting. Mike is texting. He goes, um, uh, we, we, to, have, uh, we have copies. We have copies of anything. the seven-inch tour shows. <laughs> oh, is he listening? Good. Yeah, and Mike says, "Oh, it's not our set list at Forty Fest is not. Um, it's not a secret, so I can." So you can tell him. So tell I, him we need I, something to talk about. So. Um, Chad, Chad came up with the idea. Um, I think it's uh, I forget what year anniversary it is of uh, of Tankton Pogo coming out. I don't know, nine nine hundred years or something like that. And uh, so Chad goes. He said uh, we should. Pogo's what ninety six, ninety seven, something like that. I don't know. I don't. Don't ask me these questions. And uh, so Chad goes. We should do Tanked and Pogoed in its entirety in order as our set. No, nah, people like that. You still got to – then you got to play some encore classics that aren't on there. I, but don't, I don't know. We have to play like 15 songs off Tanked and Pogoed. I don't know how much time What's, you will what, have. what show is this you're talking about? For 40 Fest. I feel like they're going to give you plenty of time. And then, and then Bill messaged me separately, and he goes – because I was like, I don't – you know, because we, we can't play Search and Destroy – why can't you Chelsea that, girls? Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Throwing a there, couple. Yeah, we are the punks. There's there's a bunch of songs that aren't on Tanked and Pogo that we always play. Two tracks. Technical. Dip. Just flip it over and play the other side. So, and play the last track on the other side. So. Okay. Go on, Renee. So, uh, 
So that's what we're going to do. We're going to play uh, Tanked and Pogo in its entirety. The album. The album. The entire album. All the songs, even the songs we don't, we never play. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why Tim called, by the way, a, a couple times because he's at Chad's. And he had Mike on his phone and me on Tim's phone to try and discuss practice in, in December because there's some songs we just haven't played. I don't even, I have yeah, to like relearn. static, yeah. drag. Oh, you'll finally play the last track on the album. You used to play it when I was a kid. Uh, what, what's the last track? Uh, <laughs> Crash and Burn. You'll finally play Crash and yeah. Burn. We've played that a couple times. You don't play it enough. Oh, I'm sorry. We, that's, you know, that's, I love that it's, album. It's, that's, because uh, I love songs, of course, I love all the albums, but that one start to finish. It's, yeah. That's the, uh, not if you play the third track. You said the third track. Yeah, so that's not Hey You. No, play the third track. The third track is still. Yes. Okay. I thought he said he was ready. <laughs> Well, he was, he was gonna. He, was, he thought you wanted to hear "Hey You." So it was funny. It was funny because like you're talking about practicing, and it's like it's it's one thing to like know the chorus to a song. Like we were talking about um, Chelsea Girls, that yeah. song, and "Hey You." were the hardest. Those parts were hard as fuck. I mean, there's like 15, 18 songs there. And even the ones I knew, it was like, you know, maybe I know the verse or the chorus, but me, I'm trying to play all the fills and shit. Dude, those two, like especially fucking Chelsea Girls. Dude, that song is such a pain in the ass. I got it. I got it, but oh my God, we're gonna you get to played over this once or twice yeah. later. Blanks. Oh, but it's by far the hardest. It's hard. Like, it's hard. Here's some uh, later. Blank seventy seven pills. Pills. Pogo City Radio. Give me some pills. You gotta. That's change. fantastic. That is fantastic. Good. At least it's the end of the song. We fast forward it. All right. Got some uh, chipmunks. Who thought Mike Blanks's voice could get higher? <laughs> Still can't understand what he's saying.
right. Some blank 77 on Pogo City Radio. But uh, yeah, Sean had a bail. Sean had to go. There were definitely some night. It was funny because we're doing, we're talking about having, uh, the, the, like, we've been talking about kids, kids and, and all that. that. Yeah. And poor rude girl Jess down there. All I'm saying is shit ended up everywhere. Like literal, <laughs> literal shit. shit. Maybe maybe a Gigi Allen fan. I went down to pee and I poked my head in the bedroom and I was like, <laughs> I was like is everything okay? She's you, like, yeah. You want to know what's what's even funnier? Jess cleaned the majority of the bathroom yesterday and then my dad went through and like bleached the tub all crazy today. And I and guess. And then you had. I guess, yes. I guess, yes. Well, yes. today, so so let's let's talk about today. So the plan, so I started a new job. Right, so I'm I'm tired as fuck, and so I Welcome said back to the real world. because yeah, even sucks. even though you weren't out of work that long, when you were working, you were one of those home people. I was still working, which from is home. not I at all been, the same. It's it's different. I I I because I could roll, roll out, out of bed, bed at five to nine, log on, and and not even brush your sweat. teeth. Oh yeah, brush yeah. your teeth while you're at the fucking. Oh yeah, yeah. So having to like be in the office five days a week is is culture and shock. And commute. For me. How much is the commute? It's not that far. It's but like thirteen what? miles, like twenty five minutes, uh-huh. something like that. Um, but so it, I started last week. It's been a hectic two weeks, and I was in Philly last weekend. And I said, and Jess was like, "Are you coming over? Are you coming over? The girls miss you. They want to see." It's literally been like one weekend that they didn't see me. But so they're like, "Are you coming? Are you coming? Are you coming?" I said, "Yeah, but I said here's the deal." said, I'm going to come over. said, I'm going to come Saturday. I said, and I'm tired as fuck. I said, so we're going to chill. I said, I'm going to come over. We're going to go. We're, we're going to smoke something, and, and we're going to go to this steakhouse place that I like, and we're going to get some steaks, and we're going to eat, and we're going to come back, and we're going to like chill on the couch and like watch movies with the girls, and we're just going to chill. I opened the front door, and, and Jessica's messaging me, and she's like, where are you? How far away are you? Andrew doesn't say anything. And I talked to Andrew last night on the phone. We and he's, did? Yeah. Or two nights ago? If not oh, last yeah, night, two yeah, nights ago? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Andrew, I just want to chill. I don't want to do anything. I just want to kind of like hang out and chill and watch movies. He's like, yeah, cool. I open the front door. I walk in and Jacob is downstairs. Shit everywhere. <laughs> Jacob, Jacob is downstairs. And I went, that means Sean's here. That means we're doing Pogo. That means nothing that I wanted to do is happening. And uh, yeah. So so here I am tired and doing pogo and yeah. See, I wish Sean was still here cuz one thing that I well I could talk to you about this, but another thing that I'm sure now per- perhaps not people in the punk scene but definitely some people who aren't even listening to this, but the person who would be the contrast to this, the old Catholic grandmother that's like saying we're heathens and our children shouldn't know there's definitely a lot of drugs and alcohol in punk rock oh absolutely that being said there's a lot of drugs and alcohol everywhere yes so and because I I have had like some not from my family but some people and that are older and from other people's family be like trying to question that and it's like see that's where you're wrong because what do you think that like people had heroin in my ninth grade reading class and i was in reading in ninth grade because i was an idiot but there were literally the girl that was like my my like class flirt 
I like was buying dope in my reading class in ninth grade. So it's like, but it's also with kids, and and when they when they start to become teenagers and all of that, it's like you can't tell any kid, punk punk parent, non punk parent, it doesn't matter. Any parent that tells their kids, don't have sex, don't drink, don't do drugs. It's like worst idea ever. It's like what do you? No, no. But I also. I, I also don't think that so while so it's 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 difficult because there's there's the parents who are like, well just do it in my house and it's okay. And it's kinda like there's no, lines. Yeah, there, there's lines like, like I don't believe in I've partying. I've seen plenty of people get in yeah, trouble for like, that. Like I also I don't believe in partying with, with your kids. kids. You know what I mean? Like you're still a parent. You can be a cool parent. You know that they're gonna they're and gonna it's do different stuff when they're, they're not drink. teenagers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, me and my adults, dad can do shots together. Yeah, no, no, I'm no, that's 35. different. No, no, that's, that's yeah. different. When your daughters are like 15 and 16, yeah. and you're then not there's gonna, other minors. Yeah. And you shouldn't be like, I'm, I'm sorry, you just shouldn't be partying with your. It's. You're a parent first, I think. I feel. I feel. We're not going to say like, where, but you, me, and Jess were at a family party. And Jess was like, I can't believe so-and-so, the person whose grandparent age, I can't believe so-and-so is letting the teenagers drink here like this. Don't you know we get a call the next morning? One of the drunk teenagers hits their head in the pool, concussion, ambulance problem. And and that was in the suburbs. (laughs) But it's like, and I, I... get trying to be like the super cool parent but you're also a parent right see me i don't have to try to be so cool like, i just oh, am you just, you cool. just emit coolness of course of course, of course duh. but i think i feel like like as a parent you know your kids are gonna do it you don't you never say don't right you, it, it, as soon as you say don't do this they're gonna do it so you can't say you don't have really sex, don't... demonize things yes. like yeah there and there's obviously like the families that are like super religious and all of that and oh my god you're going to hell and all of that for everything but for everything for everything just for everything for existing you're, for, yep. you're just going to hell but i think as a parent you're a parent right so if you look at the people who grow up and they like quote unquote party with their parents or they go drinking at bars with their mom or their dad or whatever there's more issues there than you would think just because as a parent, you're a parent. They have friends. Your kids have friends. They're going to have friends. They're going to party just with Just like friends. that Nicki Minaj song. I'm sitting there like, oh, just do we have to play this one? And I'm like, she knows the fucking words. Exactly. And she said, and They're going to be exposed to it stuff was from, her from friends. their friends. Yep. They're going to be exposed to stuff from their friends as it is. You're their parent. You have to be the parent. You don't need to be their friend. They have friends. Now get this, you know? right? So I've been talking and being about... being their friend doesn't make you a cool parent. Being a cool parent means you explain that, listen, you're going to be exposed to drinking and you're going to be exposed to drugs and all of this stuff. And you have to explain to them what it is, what happens, some of the consequences and all of that. Now, now there, there, there would be talk of... Floozies being around here. Floozies. And, you know, uh, me, me, and uh, uh, Jess hasn't been afraid to uh, 
brag about her goods for some photos on some flyers and stickers. Right. And Nicki Minaj, who is the, especially in this video, just the epitome of sexuality. And yes, I know it's all surgery, but goddamn it, it's like you literally can't not think about sex. Ava, this song is disgusting. I think she's gross. Yep. Ava is, and we by no means encourage her to be a whore. Right. And but at the same time, by, she, you, I want my punk clothes. They, she wears high heels. People have said I shouldn't let my daughter in high heels because it's bad for them. And all they're supposed to do is make someone's legs and ass look better. And why am I displaying? No, my kids think high heels are cute. Sheena has always loved them because she thinks teachers wear them and they'd make the noise. So she always wanted she heels. She likes the noise. It's like no. But so just there, and Ava's super exposed to punk rock, okay? Super exposed to everything, yep. you know what I mean? Yep. She sees, and, and I love Nicki Minaj, but I, it did, I did like hearing my daughter be like, I think that's gross. I was like, okay, good, I kind of see it. You don't have to push it. We were at my house. We had a, a fire pit thing going, and Ava's sitting on my lap, and we're in front of the fire, and she's telling me about this boy in school. I didn't hear this one. Who get, yeah, you were sitting right next to me, and I looked at you, and I was like, do we know this boy? Oh, have I we met him? What's the, have did we you met remember the name? Co Kobe? Yeah. 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 So, oh, that's a, so, like two years. so, so he, she's talking about, he, I, he wants to give me piggyback rides and all this stuff, and I just said, and I said, I looked at Andrew, and I, not, not even, not my daughter, right? And I looked at Andrew, and I go, there's convents in Easton or in the area, right? And, <laughs> Because it's, you don't, and obviously, right, it, it's it's going to happen. It, it, it is what it is, and we all did it, and we all had our, our moments and, and craziness, but, if we still do, but it's, you want to be open and honest about it with them, and you know that they're going to do it, but I would never, and I don't have kids of my own, but I would never be the parent that says, well, if you're going to bang your boyfriend, do it under my roof. <gasps> like, no, 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 no. You're not an adult. And even when you're an adult, it's like, I, I don't, I always felt weird. Like when I lived with my mom, I, I never brought guys home. Like I didn't, I didn't. My Christian missionary mother caught me going down on a 14 year old girl when I was 15. Walked in, That's flat great. out. My Christian missionary, as in goes to other countries to tell them about Jesus, walked in on my bedroom, found me chin deep in some pussy of some bitch who she despised before <laughs> that happened. Well, it, it's, it's, it's a matter of, again, it's, it's going to happen, right? They're going to do what they do. But like I said, they, kids have friends. They have their friends. So, You're a parent. Check this out. On that same, but you got to make sure that they're also that they're being safe, that they That's don't come home pregnant, in. that they don't. My mom. So I was the last of six, right? I was I was the sixth kid. So by the time it got to me, it was you know Renee, don't get arrested, don't get don't get pregnant. They, they basically had an assembly line logged in, like set up by yeah. Them. And 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 I I I literally said to my mom at one point, I said, look, I said I'm not stupid, you know. I said you have to. You have to trust me, uh, you know, a little bit, and and it was, just don't, don't fuck up your life, you know, like like if you're gonna drink, don't, you know, 
don't drink and drive, don't kill someone. Well, this is don't. what I want to talk about, because I yeah. openly, like, weed's legal now, and I openly smoke weed in front of my kids, and always have, even when it wasn't legal, right. and... And, and this is just what it comes down to. Like, I had a crazy fucked up, like, I should be dead. I should still be in jail. Like, and I have a very different perspective on things because my life is very, 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 very different. And my life was pretty different even before I had kids. I was clean before I had kids. It's not like I had kids and then I was like, oh, I need to stop being a fuck up and got clean. Like, I was clean. That's probably why she got pregnant. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but, um, uh, I'm losing my train of thought. Uh, uh, the, 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 I don't, let me transition here real quick. When you were talking about being safe and all that and, uh, you know, trying not to demonize things and understanding that everybody's going to go through it, I remember both my points now. So, Going back and forth here, Ava was, when she was several years younger, the same person who would kind of roll their eyes when a gay couple was shown on the TV and Ava would yell at them for it. I noticed they kind of got instilled like, everyone in jail is bad. And it's like, no. I, I want... So for a couple, I'm like, well, honey, you know, people do change. And no, you don't ever want to go to jail. I'm doing that. And finally, like the fourth time, I said, honey, and I remember we were right up here. And I said, honey, I said, people can be in jail and then get better. And some people are in jail for murder, but some people are in jail for stealing $200. Like, and I said, and on top of that, I said, people can be bad and get better. And even like the bad kids in your school, I said, I don't want you to like play with them. But like, she'll be like, well, so-and-so is the bad boy. I'll be like, don't call him that. Like, if he gets in trouble, sure, don't play with him. But any, uh, anyway, she goes, I, she goes, were you bad, Daddy? I said, honey, I was very bad. And yeah. she goes, oh, were you bad? I said, honey, I was very, very bad. And she said, but you never went to jail. And I said, honey, I've been to jail almost as long as you were alive at this time because she was five. And her jaw dropped. And then, because and I had always been worried about this because being someone who was a junkie for the better part of a decade and had babies with someone who was a junkie for a decade, you know, that goes in your head, and I think any parent, even if they were clean, they're going to get worried about their, like, even if they never did drugs, they'd well, be worried about Well, addiction is their, addic- yeah. it's, it's hereditary, and, too. It's, and it's it out. was like, so Ava, like, I have always been, because I had a problem. My mom tried, I wanted to see the Basketball Diaries when I was seven when it came out. And my mom let me see it because she thought it would scare me away from drugs. Oh, my God, did it glorify it? And did it make heroin the coolest thing ever? I'm ashamed but not afraid to say, no, when I was a kid, I totally thought drugs were cool. Like, they were cool. Like, And I wanted to do drugs to have fun and party and be cool. And I feel it better to not let my daughter hear the glorified war story that basketball diaries could be at times and not hear these details, but she knows because I a wanted her to see that people could change because also you don't know, like God forbid that does happen. Like you want, she has to know people can change and she has to understand that like, 
these the best thing with kids happen. is to be honest. And so she's aware of this. And even today, like we'll listen to things that are glorifying drug use, perhaps. So Jess comes on because I got high by Afro man. And Sheena flat out likes the song. You know what I mean? I very clearly said, girls. Do you understand? I said, he's singing about this in a joking manner. I said, but you understand this whole song is about how he partied too much and Didn't lost everything. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, yes. And I said, it is funny. And it's, they're joking about it in a song. But I said, you do understand what that means. And they were like, yeah, like they totally know that. And like, I, I even said, I said, when you get older, when you're old enough, you, they know they'll be it. Because my dad's always drinking Jack. I smoke weed like it's my job. Yeah, yeah. And I said, it's all, I'm not going to, you can't do this. Like, bullshit. And I honestly, I believe in marijuana. If it wasn't for marijuana, me and Jess may not be clean. Like, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. And But it was just, they already know. Like, I'm telling her about moderation. And Ava and even Sheena, who's only six, are looking at me like, Jesus Christ, Daddy, we know. Like, we've heard it. Like, we know drugs aren't cool. And it's like, because they'll watch pretty graphic things like Sunny or yeah. Trailer Park. And it's like, they'll be where things kind of get glorified. Yeah. But they flat out understand. And I feel like people who are sheltering their kids from drugs, they're they're not even having that conversation with them. Where I'm having it with my kid once Most a goddamn week. It. So my oldest sister, my oldest nephew, he was, I don't know, 14, 15, something like that. He got a girlfriend. And my, my oldest sister, she's not, she's very prudish. And she says to me. She, I guess my, one of them's got to be. So my, 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 oldest nephew, my oldest nephew is like, um, he's more like my little brother. Right? Yeah, you're so close in age. You're we're, the we're, youngest. Yeah. So, so um, she says to me, she goes, you need to have a talk with Ryan. And I said, why? And she goes, he has a girlfriend. I said, yeah. And she goes, you need to have a talk with him. So I said, you mean the talk? <laughs> the and, birds and the bees. And she goes, yeah. And I went, what? Why me? Why, why do I have to? I'm like, oh, oh. I said, okay. So here was my sex talk with my oldest nephew. I said, listen. I said, if you ever come home and tell me that you knocked a girl up, I will kill you. I said, if you're embarrassed to buy condoms yourself, you tell me and I will buy them for you. I said, I'm not gonna give you a sex talk. I said, you're, you know everything. I said, I know you do. And he kind of like looked at me and I, I said, just don't, I said, I'm not gonna, I said, no, 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 we're not gonna talk about the birds and the bees. I said, I'm just gonna simply tell you, if you get a girl pregnant, I'm going to kill you. I said, because there's no... You will grow up without a father. <laughs> I said, I said, I will actually physically murder you. I said, because there's no reason for that. I said, your mom is making me have this talk with you. I said, and so this is all we're going to talk about, and we're never going to talk about this again. I said, and if you're embarrassed, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna say to me, Renee, can, can you buy me? And I'm going to go, yep, sure. And I'm going to give you like five boxes of them. And you'll go through them in a week and whatever. I said, whatever. I don't, I don't care. I said, but you will not come home and say, I got a girl pregnant. Ever. And he was just like, he was kind of shocked. Because I didn't say, don't you dare have sex. I didn't say, don't do it. Oh, my God. You're going to hell. But 
I didn't do any of that. I said, do not tell me you got a girl pregnant. I said, don't. That's it. Yo, right? I was I was uh, dating this chick, and I and, ended and up. And to date, he has not ever come home Still. and said he's gotten a girl <laughs> pregnant. He knows better. I will kill. I would kill him. Now, I, I I dated this girl. We actually ended up engaged, but I dated this girl, and she was a couple years younger than me when we were in high school. And fucking, I knew her sister was a couple years older than me, and like I was friends with her sister, and it, like her sister was a senior when I was a freshman, and now I was a senior, and this chick was like a freshman, right? And I'm um, I'm friends with her sister and all, and fucking as soon, and I heard this story third party, but her sister was like, "Wait, she's dating Andrew?" Like. Andrew and said my last name. She said, Mom, you need to get her on birth control immediately. I'm not joking. Get her on birth control immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, Andrew's a nice guy. Get her on birth control. It, it, it's, it's a matter of, it's one of those things, again, you don't tell your kids don't do it. It's like there's consequences. That's what I'm saying. To yo. what you're going to do. And you just have to be honest with and them. I and I don't want to be a giant hypocrite. And uh, like uh, like if I thought this was bad, I wouldn't do it in front of my kid. Right. To be, uh, and I flat out said this today and I've said it many times. Yeah. I go, because I do try and out of the two, like I like, and FYI, if you're going to end up doing one, weed's a lot less hard on your body like i'm sorry alcohol is terrible i way rather my kid be a stoner than a drunk everyone is a stoner doctors are fucking stoners drunks are shaking out in front of the liquor store before it opens again if you think your kids aren't gonna do shit you're wrong number one you're wrong. that's my point it's like so i'd rather all of them do it all that's it and it's like look Marijuana is safe, and I'm already preaching about drunk driving. I'm already like, Ava, when you're old enough to be in a car with somebody, you know if they have one drink, you can't go. Like, straight up. Like, yeah. we we pass a car accident on the highway. I start talking about drunk. Like I said, yeah. I'm a Brady. I'm a punk rock Brady. You oh have to God, be. I really am. You have to be. No, but you have to be <laughs> honest with kids, I think, I mean, to a degree, right? Like, you know. Well, you know, age appropriate. You don't show them porn or anything, but you go, you, you know, you say, look, you go, you know, when they're at that age, you go, and, and it's younger and younger now, and you go, look, this is what you have to do. You have to use protection. You have to do that, not just to avoid pregnancy, but also to avoid diseases and all of that stuff. And they need to know the truth so that they can make better decisions. Just thank you. And that's why I say, that's why I don't like filling their heads with like garbage yeah. because I no, get no. like religious shit thrown at me because the kids never go to baptize uh, or anything. You, and you, you don't, you don't like, say to a kid, you don't, you, know, you can't have sex because you're not married and God when, doesn't like you. Anymore. Yes. Like you can't it's say like that. when my kid has a problem, I want them to be logical. I know this girl, distant family member, not in my family, someone I know, of a, like a, a family member of someone I know, right? right. Very religious household, right? Always, always like mean about it. You know what I mean? And what happened? So those I knew are the wildest girls. I, well, well, I knew guy, one yeah. chick who she, she we worked together. She was a virgin. She went to college, came back for Christmas break, had sex with over thirty people yeah. in that three month span. Yeah. This girl ends up different girl, religious family, loses the virginity. Turns out the dude's an asshole. Now she feels like she's stuck with him. 
because they may as well be married because they had sex. They had sex. That means we're married. And so she, if I was with the person I lost my virginity to, oh my God. That's the thing. It's like. And you put these things. So now, even if she doesn't end up like marrying this guy, who knows how many months or even years she will throw away where she could have been happier with a better person, maybe single, growing. Not only, but with an asshole who's yeah, like exactly. maybe abusing her. Or me- like, you know, oh, I don't think it's like that. But physically it's just or mentally like, abusing she's her. She's not really into him. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, well, no. Yeah, you don't stay it. with someone if you're not. Yep. In, yeah, it's, it's, it's like I said, if you're honest with kids and you're honest with them and you're upfront to a, to a degree based on age, right? And your parents didn't do that shit or your parents did all that shit too. They all did. They, that's And they that's the part that people get stuck it. on because they're like, and then they jump into that traditional parenting role and it's fire and brimstone and, and they end up fucking up their that's kids. The, that's, that's the worst. Do you know what That's I mean? the worst thing. that. And like I said, the worst thing to do is say, don't have sex, don't drink, Demonize don't do drugs. anything. It's like no, no, no. But you also don't want to be the parent that takes them to the bar. Moderation, and just up, like you everything. know. And it, and it's you want your kids to be able to come to you and say, so and so wanted me to do coke. So and so wanted me to try heroin. So and so wanted me to do acid. Whatever it is, you want them to trust you enough that they can come to you with that stuff. And and feel comfortable. Or if they're at a party, and whoever drove them is drunk. You want them to be able to to call you and say, Dad, I need a ride. And, and you're going to pick them up. And you're not going to lecture them because they did the right mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm, it's a contrast. Did they drink? It doesn't matter. And you, They did the right thing. And, you and also said, I'm not it. getting in a car with, with Joe who had 12 beers and he can't drive. And you always said, don't get in a car with someone who's driving, who's who, who's been drinking. And I'm sorry. I thought he was going to not drink and he drank and can you come mm-hmm. I would rather my kid do that oh everyone would pretty you know yeah. and and but they need to feel comfortable it, trust with thing. you to trust you and also when you want to talk about living in the real world grounded for nine weeks and all that it's when like, you want to no. talk about living in the real world I also can't live with blinders and just be like oh yes they did the right thing and said no you got to be worried about when they say yes exactly and then be able to come to you for help yes. but it was saying too like you were talking about especially me being a father with two girls me being a kind of respectful but pervy guy you know yep. what i mean and it's yep. like yep. and it so it's like i at the same time like my dad he'll do it jokingly but he wants to play like i'm polishing this here gun when your boyfriend comes and i'm well like, like i said ava was talking to me about some boy and i was like so there's convents right like, like like i can't i can't handle but, but this i can't the way do i this. actually handle it in real life is and this is what's good i know the boy you're talking about and it's funny because she's talked about him for like two years. And there was this one day where they were playing tag with a bunch of people, yep. okay? And this boy, who not the boy who she always talks right. about, said something mean and like kind of like just shoved Ava a little. And like he did like touch her. He didn't punch her anything. Right, he like right. shoved her a little and called her like a, 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 a stupid head or right, something. Yeah. 
And that kid who she likes, this is what she told me. She said, she said, he walked up to him and said, my man, you can't be talking to girls like that. I don't hang out with people who disrespect girls, my man. He said, my man, twice. Third grade. Seven-year-old, eight-year-old boy. And I was like, because I got scared. At first, I thought the boy who she had the crush on, and I was going to, because then it's like, oh, fuck, what do I do? Because it's like, I don't want to demonize this kid, but I want to make sure she knows it's bad. And I was like, oh, wait, no. So the boy you always talk about, Stood up for yeah, you, that's told a good her, thing. That's and a good I was thing. like, yeah. See, yeah, yeah. But "That's how you know he's a good person, and that's right. somebody you right. can, you know what right. I mean." Yeah. And so that's and no, that's and, a, and, yeah. and it's again, it's a, it's a you can't. So my man, and you can't be disrespecting girls. That's like awesome. That. That's fantastic. But, my but, man, but, but it's 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 a again, you can't say don't do it exactly. And that's why I said to my nephew, I said, "Here's what I'm going to tell you." Do not get anyone pregnant, ever. And do not come to me and say you have some kind of STD or whatever. Like, don't do it. And he looked at me and I go, you know exactly what I mean. You know what I'm talking about. I don't want to hear any of it. And I'm not going to pretend, and you're not going to pretend that nothing is happening. I said, I don't care. And just, no. You're funny as fuck, right? So Ava, she's eight, and... Not so much to me, but Jess kept telling me, she's like, Ava keeps asking me about babies. Ava's asking. And then finally, like, uh, maybe it was a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago, Jess walks in and looks at me. She goes, Andrew, I think we need to talk to Ava. I said, like, what? And she goes, she wants to know about babies, and she will not stop asking. And I'm like, go ahead. Tell, tell her. her. Tell her. Jessica goes, well, you know your private area? Ava goes, Stop! I don't want to know anymore. Right out. All she heard was, "Well, you know your private, private area." Nope. Done. Nope. We're done. We're done. I don't need to done. know anymore. I don't care where they come from. I don't care. I'm they just like, I like this. She's saying, "I think that's gross." I mean, I love Nicki Minaj, but I like the fact that my daughter thinks it's gross. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. And and again, it's it's. Shit's going to happen. They're going to do their thing. They're going to get into trouble. They're going to do whatever. But I don't think, again, partying with your kids, I draw the line at that. I'm like, you have to be a parent. They have friends they're going to party with. You can be a cool parent and not drink with your kid. Especially drinking, man. And I was, what I remember having. You know, like Mama T and Mom and Mom. None of these people who are like my actual mother. Right, right. It was always somebody's mom at a flop house who let bought you, the alcohol and took you to that, the yeah. dope deal eventually. Yeah, exactly. Like you know what I mean? And it's exactly. like, uh, it's yeah. like all it takes. And I, I was saying about the thing that happened to somebody. The party we were and at I recently. Think, I think they. I think the intentions are good. Yeah. Like they. They, oh, they think that they're do, they're they're being the good cool parent. And making their kids trust them more and all of that. But it's like, no, you're the parent. you know. And it's different when you're 25, 30, and you have a drink with your dad or your mom or whatever. That's different. Mm-hmm. When you're 16, 17. You shouldn't be introducing yeah. <laughs> your child. Here, kid, let's have a shot of Jaeger. Yeah. Like, no, that's not. You're still the parent. And they have to look at you as a parent. Listen to us, you stuffy know. conservative it's punk it's rockers. But it's not conservative. But I feel though, no, but I'm joking. But but it's also but it's just being, in my head, it's like look, you're you're still the parent, and you can be a cool parent. You can be like 
And you can play guitar with your kids. You can jam with your kids and, and all that. And talk to them about the and sex. And not do them. shots a year with them in the attic when they're 16. And this is, I think this because, is. Because, well, they're going to do it anyway. No, 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 no. Not You're with you parent, and not, not necessarily exactly. today. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, exactly. And, like, and when they do do it, if they're at a party and they need a ride home, they're confident that they can call you. And you're not going to lecture them. You're not going to flip out. You're going to just go pick them up and bring them home. See, and they can go to sleep and all that. And, and I feel like this all really sums it up well, especially when it comes to, like, the punk rock and parenting questions and the side eyes you get from some of the older generations. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, And it's like I understand people come from a different time period, a different area. They were flat out taught things that were wrong and racist in school. Like, there's people who are old enough, like I know, who are old enough today that were taught that, like, a black person could never be as smart as a white person. Like, they yes. were told this in their school in the South yes. in, like, the 40s and 50s. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. And it's like, like... Not that that means they can get away with things, but it's like that is going to have an impact on a person. But that's the person who then looks at me and is like, you're disgusting. Your daughter's watching Nicki Minaj. You have a Sex Pistols shirt on. You're smoking weed and fucks every other word out of your mouth. But you listen to the end of this podcast and you listen to what I seriously really mean. Like when Sean is in that room with Jacob and he's having a conversation and explaining it to him he's being a father he's exactly. being a parent exactly. that is raising exactly. his kid exactly do you know what exactly. i mean that's being and it's called true. parenting it's called parenting I, and that's I, why i said like you know you you when you think back on your childhood good or bad the the good memories are the time that you spent with your mom or your dad or whatever and and it, it could be something stupid like we watched this cartoon together or we watched this one particular show or just together. hanging out in this room or in general hung out the garage. In this room or whatever that's going to be their 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 best memories because you're spending time with them and people get all caught up in the you know what am i getting my kids for christmas and what video games do they have and do they have the ps5 and do they have all this shit and that's all great if you give your kids what you can but what they're going to remember is spending time with you and doing whatever it is. And kids will, it's like when kids play sports, right? And they go, oh, mom, you don't, you don't, you, you know, mom, dad, you, you don't have to come to the soccer game or whatever. But guess what? When that kid is on the field, they're looking for you. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't want you there, but they want you there. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. they don't want you to be the smothering mother or the father, or, yeah. or whatever, but they want to know that you're there, you're interested, you're invested in their lives, and you're there for them, and that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, rich, poor, it doesn't, it really doesn't fucking matter. You have to be there for your kids and encourage whatever it is that they like to do, mm -hmm. and you want to expose them to as much of life as you can, but you also... You, you still need to be a parent, and you can't just party with them and all of that. That's one of the reasons why over the – and I know this for a fact. I was in jail, not while I had kids. But that's why one of the reasons over the past decade in most states, like, it's a lot easier to get kids – visits with people who are locked up because in like a lot of counties you couldn't or you needed certain paper but like being in therapeutic communities and everything like that in jail where you have like counseling in jail yeah. worst thing ever 
you want rehab and jail together, except they get rid of the cigarettes, they get rid of the girls, and they get rid of the gambling. And it's like, fuck! All we got is drug talk and bars and dicks. But it's like, uh, but um, yeah, uh, what was I just saying? I lost my train of thought there. I don't know. Uh, I don't know where you were going with this. Jail. Jail and kids. Oh, they make it easier for because it turns out that it's better for you to have a fucked up father in jail than to have no, no father, father at, at all. all. Yeah. Exactly. Like they exactly. literally and like I had to take like classes about this shit like yeah, to like make parole it's... and stuff. And like they say like, you know, like percentage and all that like it's proven that like the the kid is better off talking to their father, seeing their father in jail than being Cut off, off completely. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. No, and it, it, it's about spending time with your kids with, with, with whatever they want to do. And, you know, again, with the punk rock thing, it's like at the end of the day, they're being exposed to different types of lifestyles, different types of personalities. And they're going to be, whether they like it or not, they're going to be more accepting of people when they get older. Yeah. And, and th- different lifestyles, whether it's gay or the LGBTQ, guard, XYZ. <laughs> Whatever, because, you know, like I said, you have a party and your kids are here. Sean's kids are here. There's gay couples. There's 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 lesbians. There's it it doesn't it doesn't matter. They're getting exposed to a whole bunch of different shit. And whether or not they grow up to like punk rock and and be a punk rocker or anything like that is kind of secondary. It's like you just want them to, to grow up to be a good person and 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 to be accepting of people and and make good decisions at the end of the day. And just really, think about right? it. How many people my age or your age like really have the sense of community and like family that we have amongst our like sec of friends. Like, you know what I mean? Like everyone if if we'd all be I'd imagine everybody would have to be more of a hermit. Like, you know what I mean? Like we really we are we are lucky we have a nice little community. unit and group where There's we can community. trust each other yeah. and we're tight. And it's like like, you know, a, 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 anyone in the if, if there's a punk scene at least where I well, that's how our punk scene is. So you know what I mean? Like it's just when they're adults, because like, I sit here and as a real parent, I worry that I gave my last piece of advice to Ava when I kissed her goodbye because I end up getting hit by a car. Right. And I still right. want her to be safe when she's 35. Right. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. And it's like things like that. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like, like I know I could remember when COVID was happening and um, it was like one of like the first stomp out animal abuse in the woods and I, I was getting real sick and I wasn't doing well. Like Mike straight up pulled me in the woods and was like, you're not doing dope, right? And I wasn't, it was like my stomach and just like, you know right, what I mean? Right. But also I was like depressed and being weird, but like, here we go. So, so some of the songs by Blanks, especially that I, oh, especially by the stabs that I idolize, definitely glorifying drugs. Here's the singer of the band in real life being like, motherfucker, you better not be getting high. Well, when you, and that when you wouldn't started, happen if I wasn't in punk rock. When you started years ago, what did I say to you? No, Renee, I had started long before that. <laughs> but what did I say to you? What did I say to you about it? To fuck off what? 
I said you, you're making. I said you you need to stop. I oh, said you yeah. cannot. You can't. I said you need to stop doing that. But 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 yes, my point is exactly like, and that's coming from punk rock people that are out in society. That like if I wasn't around, I would just be at home. And who knows, maybe you would. And it was funny because this is kind of personal, but I always get personal. It was funny because the it was like that week. I was driving, and I, I told you about this, and uh, some chick got in my car, and then I'm like, oh, shit, she's on dope. And I could tell, and then she's like, my mom died. I just relapsed, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm like, she's going to offer me dope in five seconds. She's going to ask me if I want a cop. I know she's going to ask me. It's, it's like a duty to her to ask me if I want a cop. And I was sitting there waiting for it, and you would think, it it wasn't it wasn't my children it wasn't just i was like mike would be pissed at me really not me mike would be <laughs> play a song i have to pee again renee's like i'm mad now fuck you <laughs> fuck off no but honestly that sense of community like we have no, happy exists. lives it exists. like think about how many people yeah. are on i mean plenty of people are on medication but there's plenty of people punk rockers that are depressed but in our world like think about how many other people just go home from work and they're just like a slave to the grind and they hate their life and they just make money and pay their bills and maybe they drink to, but they, they just watch tv and it's like Oh, I hate this. And they're just like waiting to die. Yes. You know, becoming yes. a worse version of themselves. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, I agree. It's I, I like, agree. That's yeah. what I, w I want my kids to have. Yeah. Like thrive. I want them to enjoy life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. We're going to get the fuck out of here. All right. Thank God. I have to pee. Like, Come out of uh, December 10th to Peaberg for Violent Society. I'll Moose be there. Moose Knuckle. I'll be there. Also, uh, Atlanta, I'm sure if you're going, you have your stuff booked. But Get uh, your tickets. There was, uh, there was a whole bunch of posts about, like, discounted plane tickets and stuff as well. So if you need that, just check the face. The, the Facebook the, stuff. The book face. The booking, the booking face and the all of that. And, and you'll get some, uh, some cheaper, cheaper, hopefully cheaper airfare. And uh, airfare wasn't actually too, too bad. Yeah. Last uh, when when it was in the hundreds, it. right? Yeah, it was like yeah. well, like well, from here, I mean, it depends on where you're coming from, obviously. But so hours, obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah, I feel, yeah. but we're pretty far. We're five states away. Yeah, we're like, but it's like a two-hour flight. It's not yeah. a huge flight. Well, but. yeah, because well, the flight is like three and a half. It's only one state above Florida. On Florida. That's yeah, true. Orlando's like yeah. the middle. Yeah, that's it's only like where middle. I've flown to, and yeah. I've never flown to like. Yeah, Atlanta's like places. Atlanta's like two hours, so it's not it's not too bad from us. Obviously, where is California. Atlanta in Georgia? Like how far oh, into Georgia is it? I don't, I don't know. You don't, don't know, miss the roads. Don't I don't thought you knew oh, all no, this. I don't know shit. truck driver. You, know, you have to ask. You have to ask Mike. He has, <laughs> he has his atlas and, and his paper maps and stuff, and he can tell you that shit. All right, we're gonna get out of here with a band that's playing right. Forty Fest. Here's some endless struggle coming Woo! off the charge release in the day. Here's my favorite, no luck. Remember, if you guys are live, if you uh, missed any part of the show, go over to pogocity.com or go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Find the show in its entirety for free. Give us a follow at Pogo City Radio, Facebook, and Instagram. I'm Andrew getting the fuck out of here with some endless struggle and no luck on Pogo City Radio.
I may have f***ed up here.